The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. Great to have you with us. Pat Gray Unleashed. Yeah, just not much going on. Yeah, Nothing slow. ever happens. It's just weird. It's slow like news day. Every day you just come in and there's nothing going on. So <laughs> I mean, really. I mean, we have to scramble to find stuff to talk about. Yeah. I mean, can you think of anything that's gone on I, in the we, last day? I mean. We've been to every news website we can think nothing. of. nothing. Nobody's. Just, some of the pages were actually blank. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, the mainstream media is just in love with this story. And why not? Uh, Michael Cohen claims he violated campaign finance law at Trump's behest. Hmm. So uh, is he just saving his own butt? And and look, again, do you believe him now or do you believe him back then? Because they're two different stories. Back then he said, yeah, he didn't know about it. I did it on my own. And I paid him with my own money. Oh. And, okay, so now the story is he paid you back. He told you to pay the women. And uh, you told us months ago that none of that was true? I see. Okay, so which one do I believe? And they're not even asking that question. Which one do you believe? I mean, do I believe it's possible or even likely that Trump informed him to do this? Yeah, probably. But the point is, nobody in this scenario has any credibility because they're all liars. <laughs> how do you Good night. <laughs> how do you know what to believe? And do you care? I'd, I'd really love to hear, not just on Twitter, but on the phone today at 888 from from Trump fans and non-fans alike. Does this make any difference to you? Because I, 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 I don't think it's going to make any difference to anybody. The people, the mainstream media who hate Trump will continue to hate him even more. And supporters are just going to get their backs up against the wall even more than they were. I don't know. 888 um, I was a little pissed off about this, and then I w- went in and, and, and did the segment with Glenn. And, um, you know, he I, I don't know what it is, because we've talked about this a hundred times or more. Although this time it seemed to kind of resonate with me when he explained where he thinks people are on the Trump thing. They're just, they're afraid. They're afraid because the world is so different now. And they can't make sense of it. And we go through that every day. We talk about that every day. We can't make any sense of what's going on. And so we're looking for leadership to stand up to the nightmare, the deluge, the onslaught of insanity that happens, that comes at us every day from the media and from the left. And we just want somebody who will stand up to, here's here's a guy who stands up to everybody. He doesn't care if you're on the right or on the left. He'll stand up to you. So you'll excuse, you know, some of the character flaws. You'll excuse the lies. You'll excuse the the policies that you don't like. 
because you just want somebody to stop the madness. I think that's a pretty good explanation of where Trump people are. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, if you're if you're a Trump fan, is that is that does that sum it up pretty well? Yeah, you know, we've said for the last couple of years, yeah, but Trump, especially during mm-hmm. the campaign, yeah, but Trump, yeah, but Trump, because he can mm-hmm. do no wrong. And now I, I think you're absolutely right. Glenn's perspective earlier today was spot on. It's mm-hmm. really, yeah, but I'm afraid. Mm-hmm. And he look at, is, look at the world yes. that we live in. We talk about it every day. Every day. How insane. Nothing makes sense. And mm-hmm. if someone has the chutzpah to get out there and stare it down, yeah, yeah, you know what? We're going to excuse a lot of what he does <laughs> yeah. because you know what? Somebody is finally saying it. And, and that, that, mm-hmm. that made perfect sense. It really clicked this morning. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we want to scream every day at these stories. We want to we want to shout obscenities at the top of our lungs because we can't take it anymore. And some of us do. <laughs> so, so yeah. I mean, somebody help us. Somebody stand up to these people. Somebody tell them no. There's only two genders. Shut up. I, there are not 180 genders. There are two. So you're about 178 off. Um, and I'm not, I'm not going to go down that road with you that there's G and cis and all this nonsense. Stop it. Stop it. There's two genders. Are there hermaphrodites that are an exception to the rule sometimes? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I guess so. But as a rule, as a general rule of thumb, there are two. There are two. And I, I mean the insanity, the the we are bending over backward to try to make it so that people can claim to be whatever gender they feel like, or no gender at all, or a one gender today and a different one tomorrow. Yeah, they you can even be fluid. You can even change back and forth. We don't care. That's great. We'll provide a space for it on your driver's license. So when you get pulled over, cop can't tell what the hell you are. You can show them. Yeah, this is what I am on a daily basis. And on other on a weekly basis, in uh, other times during the year, I'm on I'm this. <laughs> we'll provide that option for you. Isn't that great? No, it's not. It's not great, and people are fed up with it. Absolutely fed up with it. So if Trump had sex with a porn star in 2006 and a Playboy model in 2007, so what? He'll stand up to the left. Yeah, there you go. And I just think that's where a lot of people are. And 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 it goes in so many areas where the world makes absolutely no sense. We have young women who are dying at the hands of illegal aliens. Yeah. And, and mm. we've got Kate Steinle in California. We've got Molly Tibbetts in Iowa. Mm. Meanwhile, the and more border. Than that. Yeah, and so much Way more, more than, than that. that. These are just the two big headlines in the mm-hmm. last couple of years. And we have a border that should have been closed before the sun set on September 11th, 2001. Mm-hmm. It's wide open. God knows who comes into this country. Who mm-hmm. is hiding out here? Who is... And, and, and people latch on to tough talk like Trump provided from his very first speech. Yeah. And they're like, oh my gosh, finally, someone is saying common sense. They like the fact that he kind of uh, made a sweeping generalization of the people coming across the border. In fact, that's what drew them to that speech, I think. 
when he said they're coming up across our border and they're rapists and they're murderers and they're criminals. And some of them, I assume, are good people. Yeah. Well, they love that because, yes, that's kind of what we see well, all the time. But see, what happened with that speech, as I recall, it was just a small segment of it. Yeah. And then it was a few days later when Jeb Bush goes, you know what? That, there was a hateful little nugget in there. Let's make a big deal out of this. And that was the GOP establishment, Jeb Bush, who is pro-amnesty, who said, look at Donald Trump. And instead, it had the exact opposite effect. And it's what really was the catalyst for his campaign. Mm -hmm. And it's just so ironic the way this thing played out. Everything the GOP establishment did to put him down and put him in his place, so to speak, ended up feeding the beast and ended up a snowball effect on his support. Everything negative in the establishment of the GOP's mind turned out to just be fuel to the fire of his campaign, and he eventually became president. Because mm-hmm. like you started out saying, people are scared and they're fed up and they yeah. have no idea what the world's going to be like from one day to the next. Yeah, well, I mean, that's that's what we see in the polls. Uh, I mean, most Republicans in the polls, what is it, 82% of Republicans still love the job he's doing. 82%. Now, you know, I've mentioned before, I, I don't know, on some days, I, I think I support him, and on other days, <laughs> yes, pretty much not at all. Like last night, I was so disgusted, it, I was about a one on the Trump 1 to 100 scale. Uh, the one that says, the higher on the scale, the warmer you feel to him. I was pretty cold on that scale. Uh, but then, you know, again, when you think about the supporters who still love him, and nothing can change their mind. It's, it's. I think it's the fear factor. And I think it's the crazy factor. We see so much crazy in the world. Somebody just stop the madness for us, please. Somebody just stand up to it and say, no, we've had enough. And they see his tweets and he's belligerent. And we want somebody belligerent with the left. So that's what happened here. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three with your thoughts, uh, Robert in South Carolina. You're on the blaze. Uh, good morning, Pat. Hey, uh, I've talked to you a lot before. I'd just like to share something with you, and I don't know exactly how to get it out with you, but I mm. do know uh, Glenn does it, and and you do it quite a bit when it comes to Donald Trump. I was for Cruz. I voted for an independent uh, castle, I think, whatever, and I went to a cruise rally here in Fort Mill right beside Rock Hill when Glenn came in, too. I got to meet them. I would never go to rally for anybody, even Reagan. I didn't get that much into it, but I did then because I wanted Cruz in, and I know that hurt back bad what happened and the money he spent that cost him in supporting Cruz, and so I was outraged, And but still I'd rather have Trump. Than I had the, the crazy woman. Yeah. But but the point of it is, what you've been saying, it's like you're out talking to a lot of people. Now, the people in Rock Hill that I go to church with and do things with, uh, I don't really like Trump at all. Yeah. But the things he's doing is a lot of good things. And when uh-huh. he tweets something, I go to myself, some things I'm glad he did because in the media, nobody else will help defend him. But most of the time, I wish he wouldn't tweet at all. I get that. It just makes me cringe. But at the same time, uh, I have to support him. Now, whether he's a Christian or not has changed, I don't know. But I do know uh, as far as his uh, language and praising God and going, helping the military and trying to help get back people home that's been grabbed in other countries and taken out, like in Turkey, the priest put 
the preacher there and all. Mm-hmm. He uh, he's trying to do a lot of good things. And I think sometimes we might need to forgive. Well, y'all were talking about mm-hmm. David, and I even talked about David right before y'all did. I told my wife, I said, God even forgave David. Let's see. Now, I don't support what he did, and I believe he probably did that with those women and the money and so forth and, and everything. So, you know, we're caught between a rock and a hard place. But I, I, I just sometimes feel like y'all are dumping on people like me, even though you don't know me. Uh, that, yeah, a lot of people are looking at it and say, I'm frustrated with beckoning them now because they're acting like I'm as bad as Trump because I support him. I don't support the man, but he has done so many things that nobody else would have done. I don't, I'd like to see Pence in office right now if you could get him in. But I don't want to go through this thing with Trump. But I know they're going to try to impeach him, and they may get it done. But I think sometimes it's just like in South Carolina, I've heard y'all say things almost like the South is still racial. And when I go to Walmart and stuff, I've held doors mm. open for black I don't think people. I've ever said that, Robert. Way. I don't, I don't well, think I've I ever mean, said the South is racist. Not on this show. Mm-mm. I've never said that. <laughs> yeah. I, w- I wouldn't say that. No. Um, uh, but I, I appreciate your thoughts. I, I'm not sure what you're accusing me of, uh, uh, that I'm... That I'm angry at people like you who like some of what Trump is doing? Because I've said many, uh, many times that I like some of what Trump's, Trump's doing. Um, yeah. I'm, just trying to, I'm just trying to figure out where the people were in the 90s who uh, despised Bill Clinton and, and didn't excuse all the Bill Clinton stuff, but excuse all the Donald Trump stuff. That's what, you know, that's been my main difficulty with what's happened in the last three years here with the right with re- with republicans first of all and and you said yourself that you were for uh ted cruz which you know he was the conservative candidate in this after all ted cruz was the conservative donald trump was the moderate republican ish <laughs> i mean yeah. uh but you know, ever since he was elected, he's been a, he's been mostly a surprise policy wise because uh, he's done a lot of good things. So I, I don't know. It sounds like you were taking me to task for something. I'm not sure what, but um, I'm just I'm not accusing anybody of anything. I'm just trying to figure this thing out. Uh, like what happened to us on the right? What happened to people like? Geez, I, I read an article about Jerry Falwell. Good heavens. Uh, that guy and his uh, Trump loyalty is just out of control. What he was doing to shut down his own university uh, newspaper, the students who wrote for the newspaper, he uh, he was editing them. He was shutting them down. Anybody who wanted to say anything about Trump had to go through him, and then he'd, he'd often stop the article from being printed. Somebody even quit the newspaper, put it up on his uh, Facebook post instead because they wouldn't let him put it on the university uh, page. Wow. And then they got pissed at him for putting it up on his Facebook, told him never to do that again. I mean, that's the kind of stuff I'm upset about, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not pissed at you. Um, I just try to figure this thing out. What happened to, you know principles and 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 values and i and i'm confused about it too because there are days when i probably fairly strongly support trump and the things he has done because he's done some great things and we've outlined him a million times 
888 Um, Let me tell you about iTarget Pro. This is an awesome way to uh, get some practice, to yeah. become prepared, to be trained, and so that you don't spend the rest of your life regretting a time when somebody broke into your house and y- you weren't ready for it. Because even professionals, bad things happen. So how much more important is it for us who go out shooting maybe once or twice a month at the most? Uh, how much more important is it for us to, to be practiced, to be trained? And you can do that with iTarget Pro. You can train all at home with uh, your cell phone and their app. And then with the system comes a laser that you put inside your weapon. And... That detects exactly where your shots land on the target. So it's really cool. You see it. You hear it. Uh, it's just a great system. And you can use it right in your own home. And you don't have to buy a bunch of ammo. There's uh, there's no range fees. There's no ammo fees. Yeah, you don't even have to put pants on to use this. <laughs> you just sit around your house and practice without having to... Which is another good thing because in the case of a home invasion, you're probably not going to have pants on. Right. right? It's going to be at 2 in the morning. How often are you wearing pants yeah, at 2 in the morning? I'm not putting pants on before I go out to confront the no, intruder. Nope, you're not doing that. It's not going to do that. You're grabbing your, your gun and you're, you're, you're going on the move. Mm-hmm. Uh, so right now, you can save 10% with the offer code PAT when you purchase the iTarget Pro system. Save money, save time, take your skill to the next level, be prepared for whatever eventuality. Hopefully nothing will ever happen. But if it does, you'll be ready for it. It's itargetpro.com. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Here. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. <laughs> and uh at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. <laughs> we were just talking about uh yeah. we were we were talking about David because uh you know we were talking about the, the sins of of people being forgiven and and you can be forgiven, of course. And was it Robert that mentioned even David was forgiven and I was yeah. I was looking to see if it actually said specifically that in the because I mean that's a pretty serious. David committed two two the two biggest crimes you can commit huh. uh, against the Lord, uh, and that's adultery and murder. Now wait a second. Mm-hmm. Did not commit murder. Yeah, he did. Yes, he. Well, no. he had him killed. He didn't have. Hey, go go to the front. Wait. Have him in, have him in the front. Everybody go to battle with him, and then uh, everybody withdraw. And leave him there all, risk, by himself. High risk, high reward. I mean, he, he so risked. So if, if him Uriah becoming, could have fought his way out of it, he would have been more popular than David. He'd have been a hero. And he, he was would, just too much of a sissy. He was a he was a pansy. Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't tough enough. But I mean, let's look at it from <laughs> let's look at it from the perspective of Bathsheba. I uh-huh. mean, do you want to be married to a guy named David or a guy named Uriah? <laughs> I mean, it kind of worked out, right? Kind of, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Doesn't really say from from Bathsheba's uh, hmm. perspective mm-hmm. whom she preferred. She didn't seem to protest much when David invited her. Um, come on over and uh, let's get together. What do you say? See, and I don't like that that kind of stuff left out of the Bible. Yeah, you I know. know. I need all what the details. It, I I would have liked to have known. Mm-hmm. Um, 
inquiring minds want to know. Mm-hmm. But Uriah was quite a guy. I mean, the guy came home from war. David tries to cover up what he did by sending him home and, hey, go sleep with your wife for the night. Mm-hmm. And he won't. Stays outside his house. Just camps outside. I mean, there's an issue right there. Because his, his men are fighting battles, and he's not going to go in there and, and be comfortable with his wife. It's amazing. Well, he's definitely Pretty not going to win if he's on the front lines by himself if he won't even go out there in a regular battle. <laughs> so, I mean, had it coming. Yeah, all right. Triple eight nine hundred. Uh, 3393 and uh, at Pat Unleashed on the Twitterverse. Um, Cohen's Michael Cohen's lawyer, um, Lanny Davis, claimed that uh, that Michael Cohen considers Trump a danger uh, to the country. Now, that seems when did that happen? This is a guy. Didn't he work for Trump for 20 years? Wasn't he a 20-year wow. employee of the guy? That I don't know. And now all of a sudden, in the last year, year and a half, you decided that he's a danger to, well, that's what he says. We talked very um, intensely about what caused him to change his mind mm-hmm. about Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And the only way to put it, it may sound a little bit syrupy, mm-hmm. was patriotism and love of country <laughs> caused him to recognize the danger of this particular president, his lack of suitability to be president of the United States, Mm -hmm. and his decision, as he said to me late one night, to hit the reset button on his life and his previous Mm -hmm. loyalty Mm -hmm. to such a man that he considered, especially after Helsinki, Mm -hmm. uh, to be a danger to our country. So he considers him now to be a danger to our country. 12 years in his employ. Uh, super loyal to the guy, supposedly. And now, because, well, they've had a little falling out. Now he's a danger to the country. That's that's fascinating. Um, he also claims that it was Donald Trump who instructed him to pay off the girls, you know, the, the women, the supposed affairs. And uh, he so he says, I participated in the conduct for the purposes of influencing the election about his payments to adult film star uh, Stormy Daniels and ex-Playboy model Karen McDougal, two women who claim that they uh, have had affairs with Trump in the past. Now, Stormy Daniels kind of claimed that she could take Trump or leave him and kind of left him after that. The other one, Karen McDougal, says she was in love with him. In love. Yeah, she loved him. And she thought Trump was going to leave Melania for him. And so I think that's the problematic relationship right there. I think that's the one that Trump hates the most. And so I'm not sure if Melania knows about that. Maybe that's why he denied any, you know, any relationship with her at all. But apparently that one happened as well. One payment was $150,000. That was made in the summer of 2016. And the second payment was for $130,000. And that was in, in October. So right before the election in 2016. Some legal experts uh, speculate that because the Cohen plea included campaign finance violations based on payoffs, it's possible Trump could be listed as an unindicted co-conspirator. I think that's a little bit of a stretch. It's certainly possible, and I emphasize possible, that the president could be treated as a co-conspirator, according to a lawyer uh, representing a senior Trump aide in the Russian probe. And none of this stuff, by the way, 
has anything to do with Russia. Mm-hmm. Nothing to do with Russia. Yep. Mostly the Manafort stuff doesn't either. We'll get into that in a second. Uh, losing weight, keeping it off can be tough, and that's why there is Riduzone. Riduzone is a safe, natural, FDA-acknowledged dietary supplement with OEA in it. You took the OEA out of olive oil um, because that's the stuff that's been shown to boost your metabolism and reduce your appetite. If you order it today at Riduzone.com, R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com, you'll get 30% off a three-month supply when you use the offer code PAT. Riduzone.com, promo code PAT for 30% off a three-month supply. It's time to lose the weight and feel better and look better. Riduzone.com. Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray returns on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three and at Pat Unleashed uh, on Twitter. Um, the Paul Manafort guilty verdict. Uh, everybody's everybody in the mainstream media is just so excited about it. They they are thrilled to death that uh, Paul Manafort has been found guilty on eight counts, eight felony counts, uh, and then the judge declared a mistrial on ten other counts. He was charged with eighteen different. Felonies. So on eight of them, he faces up to 300 years in prison. Well. Will he get that? I don't think so. You think? Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, I think what he wants to do is probably cut a deal with somebody. Um, maybe he won't turn on the president like Cohn has done, and the president will pardon him. I don't know. What are the odds that he gets a pardon from? Because he's been pretty... As far as I can remember, pretty loyal to the president. I don't think he's turned on him like uh, Michael Cohen has. Cohen has no chance uh, at a pardon, and he knows that. And it's kind of weird that he didn't angle for a pardon just in case everything went wrong and what is happening happened. Why wouldn't he have stuck by the president, not done any of this stuff, and then uh, seek a presidential pardon. That seems to, that would have made a lot of sense. But instead, he said he wouldn't accept a pardon if one was uh, offered to him. Just hard to believe. Well, are all of his mm, supposed crimes federal in nature? See, that's what I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. See, because they took a whole know. bunch of stuff from his house. Yeah, they, yes, they so did. So you get one non federal. Um, you know, charge, I guess, uh, conviction. Trump can't do anything if it's a state crime, correct? I. Hmm? Mm, is that true? I don't know. I just think that Trump and only I, has jurisdiction over federal crimes. My impression was the the president can pardon whomever he wants, but maybe it's only whomever he wants in the federal system. Yeah, I think so. Now that you've said that, I'm not uh, entirely sure. I'm looking. Uh, but uh, Manafort, actually, now they think because he was because ten of these charges were thrown out, he faces an estimated seven to nine years in prison. 
Uh, prosecutors have until August 29th to decide what they'll do about the 10 mistrial charges, whether they're going to go after him again on those. Um, the jury deliberated four days after hearing 12 days of arguments, evidence, and witnesses. Now, the defense didn't even put up a fight. Did they? Didn't they just? They just rested. I think uh, as soon as the prosecution was done, I think they rested their case. Yeah, go go decide. Um, they Mueller's team buried the defendant though in an avalanche of emails, tax returns, bank documents, uh, damning testimony of bankers, accountants, Manafort's one-time protege Rick Gates. Uh, the defense sought to raise doubts about Gates' credibility and other aspects about the evidence, and was partially successful. So uh, Manafort might be holding out for a for a presidential pardon, but the guy made a lot of money from foreign entities. Yeah, and only only federal mm-hmm. crimes. Only federal. Can yeah. he a pardon on? Yeah, and this article is a bit old, so it just says that there was a possibility of some state charges. So if that does come, which I don't think it has yet, um, then yeah, you can't be getting a pardon from that. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and uh, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Um, the other day, the governor of the great state of New York said that uh, America's never been that great. Uh, here's what he said at a speech to. Um, to a, a fairly uh, sympathetic audience. We're not going to make America great again. It was never that great. <laughs> I mean, some of them actually... We have not re... I mean, there, I think a lot of them were stunned. Yeah. Didn't really know how to respond. There was some cheering. But uh, even with a sympathetic audience, I think they were still kind of taken aback that he would say that. Wait. What did you say? We're not going to uh, make America great again. Mm-hmm. It was never that great. Never that great. Okay, so campus reform went out uh, and talked to millennials in New York City about these comments that Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York, made about how America was never great to see what the students thought about that. And here's what they said. This week, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo stirred up controversy by saying America has never been great. What do young people think about that claim? Let's find out. Governor Cuomo came out here in New York at an event and said that the slogan Make America Great Again is flawed because it implies America was great at some point. So we've been asking people their take. Do you think America has ever been truly great? I don't believe America has been great for all folks ever, even today. I would have to agree with Governor Cuomo. Can you point to a time or do you think there was a time when America was great? I mean, not particularly. The idea that there was a once great America is, you know, pointing towards this false sense of nationalism that, you know, what is talking about white America? You know, it's it's not great. I think it has been great for straight white men for a very long time. Do you think that there is a time you can point to where America was great? I don't know. (laughs) Honestly. Hmm. That's a good one. Um... Not great, but, like, there was definitely some progress. <laughs> and I think we're just regret uh, going through aggression now. It was never really great, but we do do, like, great things sometimes. Like, we fix a lot of problems, but it's never just been wholly great. Was American exceptionalism taught in the classroom, or do you know what that is? No. No, it was not. No, I do not. Okay. And is that a phrase that you're familiar with? I've never heard it before. Okay. 
I personally wasn't taught American exceptionalism because I went to a very like, forward-thinking liberal school here in the city. I, I don't think I've heard that term before in class. Were your professors and your teachers teaching you the idea that America was great and, and was the best, or was it kind of the opposite? It was kind of the opposite. All of my history teachers have like ignored the fact that they're not supposed to like put their like political views on us, but they have. My view of America in school was that it is the greatest thing ever. And then once I like, I guess, went to college and learned about other nations, you kind of learn from a different perspective. So our history, let's see, we go from like sort of a native genocide to slavery to uh, slavery by different name to slavery by different name again. We've never been a truly, truly able to practice what we preach. Uh, you know, it's all non-existent fantasy that we're trying to achieve, and, uh, you know, what makes America great is the, you know, it's the melting pot culture. It's the fact that we are so, we come from so many different pieces and places, and we're just a conglomerate of things. Do you think America was ever great to start with? I do. Great. Got it. Yes. And what time in our history would you point to as America having been great? Um, it's always been great. There you go. One guy. <laughs> it's, I mean, they talked to 15 people, I understand. 15 people. One guy, that guy, said America's great. Yeah, there's a lot in there. One guy. Uh, it's, it's just unbelievable how these kids have been indoctrinated that this is not a great country. And the one guy even said so. Look, our yeah. teacher, like I went to yeah. a liberal school. Uh, <clears throat> guy said, I've never been taught American exceptionalism. Someone else said, our teachers aren't supposed to inject their politics, but they do. Yeah. But look, if the question, when was America perfect? Um, the answer is never. Right. But when was America great? Uh, since day one. Yeah, it's okay. always been. It's always been great. And there's never been a perfect time for everybody in this there's country. There's never been a perfect time for anyone anywhere. Thank you. Never. It's just... This is as as good as mankind can get it. Yeah. As far as a, an entire nation is concerned, is everything going to be fabulous for everybody at every moment? No, it's not. And a lot of that is on you anyway. It's on it's on the people themselves. Ah, oh, these these little indoctrination camps called uh, public schools. <laughs> I'm telling you, they're. They're doing a job on our kids. Yeah, and you're paying for and it through and your And you're taxes. paying for it, and then you see it on campus reform every and week. And you send them to college, and you really pay for it. Wow, man. Uh, no thanks. I mean, Not the, one, the one kid did say that America, he, they were taught America was great in high school, and then they went to college, and then they learned differently. <laughs> okay, thank you. That's great. We, then we learned about other countries. Did you? What? Denmark, Norway. Yes, those are great, great little socialist nirvana uh, wonderful utopias they really are go there and live there and then come back in 10 years and tell me how it worked out for you Jeez, it's uh it's a problem that's a big problem that we have in our school system the, that are run and completely dominated by progressives who hate this country and that's what they're teaching our kids hatred for the country Ugh. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Nancy in New Jersey. Hi, you're on the Blaze. Hi, how are Hi. you today? Good. Well, I just want to say, as a Spanish woman who's dark skin uh, and who's experienced uh, prejudice, I think America's great. I think it's fabulous, and Good. I've been through a lot. 
I mean, this is totally ridiculous. But I want to talk mm-hmm. about Levine. Levin. He was yeah. on Fox News, and he explained that um, the president didn't commit, violated any campaign laws. You can pay off creditors. You can pay off people who are going to say something against you, you personally. You can do that. It has nothing to do with campaign money. It has nothing to do with that. And he explained it. I wish you would investigate it so you can explain it to the public on your, on your program. So I was relieved to hear that. I was glad because um, I've known Trump for 40 years, and not personally, but my family has known him, and uh, not a bigot. He's a man who believes in principles. He believes in working hard. He believes in giving opportunity. And, and this is just utter, utter nonsense what's going on right now. Okay. Uh, thanks, Nancy. Appreciate it. Uh, no, I know about, I already know that uh, there are those who say the campaign finance law um, uh, doesn't preclude paying people off so that they don't say certain things about your uh, campaign. Uh, however, not everybody agrees with that is the problem. Um, so there seems to be a bone of contention there. Um, and whether it's legal or not, to me, is not necessarily the point. It's that all of these things were done and they had to be done by this guy. Um, and that, to me, is a problem. But uh, I mean, if the guy is cheating on his wife and then paying people off to remain quiet, whether or not that violates campaign finance law, that... <laughs> It violates other laws, <laughs> but um, we're just, we don't care about it. We don't care about it. And we kind of understand that now. I mean, we, we have a better perspective on that. I think after talking to, talking to Glenn this morning about where people are with the insanity that's going on in, in this country and the fact that we can't even decide how many genders there are anymore. And we just want somebody to make it stop. And that's where Trump comes in. And for the record, Nancy mentioned that Trump loves his country. Not for a second have I ever thought he didn't. No, I, that I, is I, one I believe thing. that. You know, if, if, yeah, I believe if that. you want to say something good about Trump, say that, because he absolutely loves America. I have no doubt about it, which mm-hmm. is a breath of fresh air after eight years of a man who despised everything about this country. Yeah. And, you know, I don't, I don't pay that much attention to what um, Sean Hannity... Mark Levin say about Trump because they're always going to support him. That's just where they are, um, and that. But that's not where I am. Yeah, Levin's fair. Uh, okay, all right. <laughs> more, more fair. Than more others? fair probably than, than others, Hannity than others. Yes, probably. <laughs> yeah, I will give you that. More yeah. so than Hannity. <laughs> Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. This is good stuff. It is uh, the only way I get any vegetable matter in my diet, uh, and I just feel better uh, after having taken this over a good amount of time now. Every scoop gives you a full serving of organic fruits and vegetables. They're prebiotic, probiotic, boosts your immune system. There's antioxidant power. So all you have to do is take one scoop, put it into eight ounces of water. It'll flavor it like a Kool-Aid. Or you could put it in a shake or a smoothie, whatever. It's really easy. It tastes great. Just go to BrickHousePat.com. Try Field of Greens. You'll get 10% off a month's supply when you use the offer code PAT. BrickHousePat.com. This is Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network.
Gray Unleashed. Hi, welcome. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and a Pat Unleashed. Keith is informing that sometimes yeah. Mark Levin takes uh, the president to task. Mm-hmm. No, Mr. President, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I don't. I, I haven't listened enough, but yeah. I I'm glad because I like Mark. Yeah, he's, when, he's good. When the Constitution is in question, I'm glad. Mark Levin kicks. <laughs> oh it. yeah, love it. Yeah, he is a defender of the Constitution. There is no doubt about that. And I really want the uh, Constitution of st- the uh, Conference of States to actually happen. The we need to get together the and do of states, yeah. the Convention of mm-hmm. States. Yes, uh, because it's you know everybody says well they, that could open it up to all kinds of things. Well, no, because the. Uh, the states will not vote for all kinds of things. You just you have to remember that there is, you know, there it, it has to pass three quarters of the states, and there's no way things like that get through. So, like draconian drun- gun control laws yeah. get past Texas, uh, Indiana. You just need thirteen Utah. states to stand up, yeah. right? Isn't that so. right, Mister Producer? <laughs> Sorry, couldn't help myself. <laughs> uh, all right, triple eight nine hundred. Thirty-three, ninety-three. Are you gonna do the thing? The thing. What the thing? thing? From over the weekend when people on Twitter were reaching out to that hangry Keith, and they were like, "Hey, Pat really teased mm-hmm. the story and uh, didn't pay it off." Are we doing that here, uh, Mister Producer? Are we doing that or no? Am I wrong? I don't no, know. We're, gonna, we're gonna do it. Okay. I, I don't know if we're gonna do it right this oh, second. I'm sorry because you were rolling in some fun audio and. Uh, I jumped the gun and I apologize on behalf. I'm a man of the people, mm-hmm. so I'm looking out for the folks that uh, the were folks. reaching out on uh, Twitter mm-hmm. and saying, "Hey, you know what? Hey. Pat said he said he was going to pay off on pay that." Off the... No, 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 don't tell. No, we'll wait. We'll wait. Mm-hmm. Just whenever you're ready. I mean, because it was going to be about the straws, right? The straws that were hmm? well, there were straws that were know. banned, mm-hmm. and then um... I honestly don't know the story. That's this, that's connected to uh, the other story. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, well, see, I'm learning with everyone else. I honestly do not know the story because that was a day that Pat chose not to share the sh- the show prep with me ahead of time. It was straws have been banned in certain localities, and now it's going to be balloons. Ninety nine <laughs> balloons, not just red ones either. All balloons. Oh no! Are going to be banned. What? So you'd never have songs like this because you wouldn't know what a balloon yeah, is. I'm you'd, fine with that. You'd be wondering, what is she singing about? I don't even know what a balloon is. 80s was a rough time. Oh, man. For music? I mean, listen to that. The... The old uh, synthesized sound like that. That I wish they would have known. This isn't going to last. This isn't going to hold up well. <laughs> this will not age well. Let's use real instruments. How about that? Yeah. Nope. A lot of, you know, Depeche Mode. Oh, no, wait a second. Nina. Oh, okay, no. Really bad. Depeche Mode bad. holds up well? No, Depeche Mode does not hold up well. Depeche Mode, Erasure. Oh. Uh, no, they don't hold up well. All all of the uh, synthesized sound bands. Now, wait a second. Not good. Now you're hurting New me. Order. NXS. Whoa, I- New Ick. Order. Ick. You, oh, sir. Ick. In excess? In now, excess. In excess they, they used more than synthesizers, though. That wasn't just a synthesized-driven band. Mm-hmm. They had guitars. They had drums. All right. They had actual musical instruments. I, I like In Excess. Um, scared me. Having extracted the straw from your milkshake in Seattle and ruined your 
tea experience in San Francisco. America's anti-straw crusaders have now moved on to a new cause. Banning birthday balloons. Uh, Plastic bags and straws are banned in some places. And uh, balloons could be next. Why? Well, because when they come down, they choke fish. They, they They kill animals. Uh, who are stupid enough to eat them. <laughs> See, wait a minute. These are the folks that pushed Darwin. Mm-hmm. So... I know. You should be okay with this? I know. Okay. Actually, it was... first. The first thing wasn't actually straws. The first thing was plastic bags. Remember, they tried to... Mm-hmm. They've, in fact, they have banned plastic bags yeah. in many grocery stores. Then the plastic straws. <laughs> and now the stinking balloons. First they came for the plastic bags. And, and I, I, I did nothing. nothing. I, I don't care. I, I don't like go to, grocery shopping. Yeah, what do I care? I don't eat food. Then they came for straws. And I, I did nothing because I don't use a straw. Just drink so. straight from the cup. Then they came for balloons. Oh, hell no. And nobody's there to save the balloon. Um, so... So wait a minute. At what state no. is this? Where is this happening again? Is uh, this, uh, well, it's it's kind of happening all over the place, but Illinois yeah. is one of the places where yeah. they're talking about uh, eliminating balloons because of the environmental impact. Now, we can find other things, they say, to celebrate birthday parties with. Oh, no, we can't. You can do something else. Um, Clemson University is ending their tradition now. So in South Carolina, too. Or is it, yeah, South Carolina for Clemson, right? Yep. Uh, They're ending their tradition of releasing 10,000 balloons into the air before games. Well, that's... How many many fish did they kill doing that year after year after year? Probably not. Game after game after game? Yeah, they're in the upper. 10,000 balloons released before every game? Well, that's... You murderers. (laughs) You murderers. That's nothing before Um, the mm. game? Mm-hmm. At least Nebraska fans wait until we score a touchdown. And, and boy, there's been some games where we just hold on to the whole game. <laughs> <laughs> Researchers say uh, disposable contacts could also be a major source of plastic in the environment that need to go. Just go blind. Uh, according to the American Chemical Society, 20% of people who wear disposable lenses flush them down the toilet or wash them down the sink. An estimated 45 million people wear contact lenses in the U.S. alone. I mean, they want to take everything from us. Yep. Yeah, they want us to be the third worldification of America. It's well underway. After the balloons, they'll come for the plastic water bottles. Believe me, the water bottles will be next because hmm. uh, those are, are used a lot. And those are thrown away a lot. Now, and on. there's a lot of them. And where do they all go? Mm, I don't know. To the landfill? To the dump? Well, they go to that Texas. Some of them are recycled. Thing out in the ocean. That's what it is. That's and that's what it is. Out into the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. That even liberals can't locate. But does that not start to hit close to home with liberals and water bottles? I mean, you gotta you gotta think mm. that at some point because it's already starting to affect their lattes, right? Their little mm-hmm. Starbucks coffee and uh, yeah. lids or whatever. Yeah. Well, and they were asked, okay, so if we get rid of, where did I see this? Was this another campus reform? Because I just saw somebody asked on the street, okay, if they got rid of, they got rid of straws, uh, they got rid of, um, they're getting rid of balloons, Mm -hmm. and the woman said, and next should be the plastic lids that come on coffee cups. Oh, my Lord. Okay, what? 
What are you going to put on them then? Tell you what. There's nothing? No, I got it. Let's just show up at Starbucks and just hold our mouths underneath the coffee maker. Is that what we're going to start doing now? <laughs> I can't take it, man. If you can do that with the heat, I want to see that. I want, I want to try that. Maybe that's something we do for the show. Don't you put your me. mouth under one of those burning hot coffee machines. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Hi, it's Pat Gray. Thanks for listening to the show. I want to tell you about another show that I think you're going to like. It's The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Check it out now, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Pat Gray is here on The Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where Millennial Falcon tweets, I kind of agree with the people supporting Trump being afraid, but I think it manifests itself in the verbiage of "Hold my beer, watch this," mm-hmm. and honestly, sometimes it feels really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I get it. Uh, from Swank, think I think you're simply underestimating how far into their perspective corners people are now. Things that are indefensible are becoming are being defended by both sides to defend their team. You're either 100% with Trump or 100% against him, no middle. Yeah, except I don't fit into that. Do you? I, I, I don't fit into that. Because I take yeah. it on a day-by-day basis. Yep. A play-by-play basis. Uh, for Mike, serious question. Do you guys think the left will ever realize that all of the nonsense they're pulling almost certainly seals the deal for Trump's re-election? No, they're they're not going to. They're just uh, they're out of their minds on the left. They're just completely out of control and out of their minds. Yeah, and and it feels good. That's because that's all we're doing now, especially in politics, right? Yep, feels good. So we're gonna keep doing it. And, yep. Uh, I mean, from the Me Too movement to the gender thing, you got this Asia Argento, hmm. who is one of the leaders, one of the main women in the Me Too movement. She and uh, Rose McGowan are the two big leaders of Me Too. They're the ones who both say that they were raped by Harvey Weinstein, and they've been kind of pushing this whole thing. And every guy who's been accused at all has been bludgeoned by these women. And, you know, maybe in some cases rightly so, but let's let the process happen at least. Could we get some due process? Could they have their day in court? No, they they can't. Not according to Asia Argento and Rose McGowan. And I've seen some other tweets where they've been, and I don't know if it was specifically Asia Argento, but I know that uh, Rose McGowan, at least, tweeted about uh, somebody who was concerned that, hey, uh, eventually, aren't we going to get one of these guys who's innocent? And she was like, I don't worry about that at all. We've been dealing with this for so long. Just on and on and on and on about how we didn't need to worry about whether or not they were innocent. So what? You catch a few uh, dolphins in the tuna net, whatever. Who cares? Well, now, Asia Argento has her own problem. She said uh, initially that she, she didn't have sex with the 17-year-old, Jimmy Bennett, who's accusing her of it. But a photo and various text messages between Argento and a friend tell a very different story. 
she did have sex with the 17-year-old. That's the story it tells. <laughs> so <laughs> she's, yeah, she's out there. And now she's finally admitted it because she's been caught. She tweeted, uh, she texted to this friend. Yeah, I had sex with him. It felt weird. I, I didn't know he was a minor until the shakedown letter. The public knows nothing. Only what the New York Times wrote, which is one-sided. The shakedown letter. The horny kid jumped me. So she's the victim here. 17-year-old kid, but she's the victim at 37 years old. So her friend texts back to her, what's up with the photo taken in bed? Uh, I think that's the one that will be harder to cushion. Images are annoyingly assumption nation. And then uh, Asia writes back, (laughs) you can see my, she doesn't put it this way, but I'll say breasts. That's all. It doesn't mean S. He's standing up. Well, he's really not. He's laying mm-hmm. there in bed on a, a pillow. pillow. Yeah. They're both laying on a pillow, mm-hmm. kind of cuddling with one another. <clears throat> then she writes, then she tweets uh, or texts. Yes, he's leaning into him. When I was 17, I was with a 33-year-old man for years. I had just turned 17. Oh, okay. Well, then I guess that's everything that makes it okay. Uh, if I lose my job, I'll move to Africa or the Amazon forest. I want to be among the 90% of the world that doesn't give an F about this stuff. Stuff. Okay, great. We'll do that. I mean, who cares? Goodbye. Bye-bye now. I mean, so she's in trouble. Uh, I I think unless everybody's going to be sexist about this and say, oh, the kid enjoyed it. Don't worry about it. Ah, whatever. I'll tell you what bugs me about this kid is that he wrote a note on the Ritz-Carlton napkin tour. It says, Asia, I love you with all my heart. So glad we met again, and I'm so glad you're in my life. And he didn't, Jimmy. Even, yeah, Jimmy. And he didn't even put apostrophe R E. No, Y O U R. I'm so oh, glad you're that. in my life. I hate that. And then this, I mean, what is it with <laughs> grammar these days? You got people sending uh, like important <clears throat> professional emails, and they, they there's like the plural of something. They do apostrophe S. And she she obviously <sighs> uh, she obviously published that letter on and when she was staying. I mean, that's great that they were staying together at the Ritz-Carlton. That's, mm-hmm. that's beautiful. It's a good place uh, to hook up, I guess. Uh-huh. I don't know. Uh, and then he, she says, she publishes this uh, little note that he wrote, and she says, he wrote me this afterwards and kept sending me unsolicited nudes all these years, up to two weeks before the attorney's letter. It wasn't rape, but I was frozen. He was on top of me. After, after he told me I'd been his sexual fantasy since he was 12. Okay, so again, she's the victim, not him. Well, you guys were in bed naked together. How did that happen? <laughs> I mean, yeah. hold on. If she's you're frozen? so ashamed or, or bothered by this, why is she posing for this picture afterward where she's clearly leaning into him for the right. selfie? Yep. Come on. Yep. Stop it. It's nonsense. And it's, it's nonsense, but it's going to be treated differently because he's a guy, she's a, a woman. He's, but he was 17, and I'm sorry, that's against the law in in California. If this was a man who was 37, having sex with a, a 17-year-old girl, he would have to register as a sex offender the rest of his life and might go to jail for it. I don't... Is that going to happen to her? Is she going to face any consequences? I mean, she admits to it now. She claims she didn't know that he was 17. She had to. They did a movie together. 
where he was seven or something and she was 17 something like that 27 she was 27 he was seven seven years old i think or eight something like that anyway she's 20 years older than him she knows how old the kid is don't tell me you didn't know how old he was and what if anything i'm complete speculation what if anything did this have to do with the suicide of anthony bourdain yeah, I don't know. I'm just, again, I'm not suggesting anything. It's just been yeah. rolling around in my head since she brought him up in this. I wasn't mm-hmm. even thinking about that until... Well, she says he paid the $380,000 to him. She she claims that he's the one that paid all the money. Sure. Uh, sure. And I don't know. And, you know, there's a lot of rumors that she cheated on him a lot, and that, that hurt him pretty badly. So I, I don't know if that contributed. Who knows? But um, it's... It's uh, it's going to be interesting to see where this goes with Asia Argento, one of the mainstays of the Me Too movement, who also has now a Me Too moment. <laughs> I mean, that yeah. is unbelievable. And Jeffy walks in here with that male attitude. I knew it. Of course. That's why he came You're in making here. that face that, ah, first of all. All look, right, what what is look? What, what do you mean? I just can't, I came in to talk about Wax RX. Uh-huh. I mean, that's convenient. Asia mm-hmm. having to be with a 17 year old. Whoa, boy. I know. You're going to have that attitude, right? He liked it. So there was no harm, no foul. Plus, I mean, then he fell in love. I mean, get mm-hmm. over it. Mm-hmm. It was just a, she just wanted a toy. <laughs> I'm sure that's what it is. I'm sure that's what it is. And then he fell in love. Yeah. Right? And then it was like, uh, no. And then, so now he's. He's extracting money from her because he sees that she's not going to be with him. Right. And he got and it. That's probably all true. And he got that it. That doesn't change the fact that it's a, it's against the law. And this, if this was a man who was 37 and a woman who was 17. Oh, they'd burn him at the stake. You better believe it. Absolutely. It, or, he'd already Absolutely. be out of his job, whatever and that is. The, and the Me Too movement. Uh, yeah. If it was, I mean, it's it's pretty difficult to uh to do something like this with the me too movement out there and not have them burn you at the stake. Yeah, it is. And yeah. all the we don't know all the facts yet. And get yeah, that's what Rose McGowan well, you know said. Uh, I think we kind of do. <laughs> we don't know all the facts, be gentle. That was Rose McGowan's right. Thing. Okay. okay. Okay, Rose. Uh I want uh, you yeah. to say that about every man who's yeah. accused from and, now on. Every the, single one. And the previous tweets prior to that one I'd like deleted, please. And believe me, somebody will bring that up. The next guy that comes out and she starts sounding off on him, that's going to come back to bite her. Oh. Hey, Rose. wait. We d- Rose, we don't know all the facts. Be gentle. You but need they to. because the hypocrisy is of just course. I mean, agonizing. It's out of control. <laughs> it most definitely is. Out of control, and along look, with everything else. Right. And look, that's the culture in Hollywood, right? I mean, it is actually a culture. We Raping about, each other We talked about culture, the culture in yes. the Catholic Church yesterday. We've talked about the culture in Hollywood before. I mean, that's the culture. It isn't mm-hmm. just males. Right. It's the culture in the in, you know, the entire industry. Yes. And, and yes, I blanketed the entire industry. Obviously, we always have to point out that they're not every single person in Hollywood is this way. I got it. Pretty close, though. But it does seem like that. That's pretty, pretty close. Sure. Yeah. I mean, not every, not 100%. What is it, 98? <laughs> <laughs> Come I mean, on. Right. You can't say 100. 99. No. Uh, okay. 99. 99.5% of Hollywood. <laughs> and the so other- it's kind of hard to have sympathy for them at other occasions. It sure is. 
And and then to have this happen where she's been accusing all these guys and she's been at the forefront of this right. movement and then it turns out she's got her own situation in and her now, past. And now, now we want the, well, all the facts aren't in and we need the benefit of the doubt and right. uh, accusations don't mean guilt and now plus, we want that. Plus, this didn't happen 20 years ago. This didn't happen 30 years ago. This happened five years ago. Five. So uh, it's a pretty current, pretty fresh situation. Yes, it is. A lot of these guys are dealing with something that that the women claim happened 30 years ago. They're completely different people then. You hope. Yeah, and you assume. Yeah. They, they probably learned some things since then, and it's a different time. And many of them did, right? Many of them, at least a few, came out and said, hey, I was a, it was mm-hmm. a different time, and I was a different person. Yes. Yep. And, you know, so, and we tried to, you know, let them kind of skate away on that. Mm-hmm. I don't know that the Me Too movement did, but. No, they, <laughs> no, they did not. 888-933-93. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up in a second. Let me tell you about uh, WaxRx. Uh, use WaxRx.com as the website you need to go to. Use the offer code radio. They'll ship it right to your house for free. You can get the real solution for stubborn earwax, the WaxRx ear wash system. Doctor developed, works safely when all other products fail. Comes with everything you need to safely clean out earwax and condition your ears conveniently at home for less than the cost of a doctor's visit. The doctor-developed WaxRx system uses special wax softening drops to break down the earwax inside the ear. It has a specially uh, engineered pump fitted with a unique tip to gently deliver that perfect amount of cleansing pressure to flush wax away. And finally, the pH condition formula rinses and soothes your ears, making for the ultimate most complete earwax removal system available. Use WaxRx.com. Order your reusable earwash system today. Use that offer code radio. They'll ship it for free. Use WaxRx.com. U-S-E, WaxRx.com. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and a Pat unleashed on uh, Twitter. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. All right, so we've got another illegal alien who has uh, committed a really serious crime. And and what I hate is when the way. when the Democrats say, uh, "Well, Americans commit uh, plenty of murders too." <laughs> right, and that's true. But here's a person who shouldn't shouldn't have been here to commit this murder. And there's one person whose life could have been saved. So let me ask you this. Isn't securing the border worth it if it saves just one life? If it saves just one life, isn't it worth it? The answer is yes. So this poor Iowa student, who we've been hearing about for a month now, was found yesterday in a cornfield. She'd been killed. And the suspect that they picked up is an illegal alien. So uh, Senator Warren, who... Senator Elizabeth Warren? Yeah, Elizabeth the Warren. Oh, she's, the Native, she's the Native mm-hmm. American lady. Correct. Yes, the Native American. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, so proud to live and so, <laughs> so proud, proud to die. I don't know that she's proud to die. Either. No, I don't know about that. But <laughs> I do know that they took her whole 
Cherokee people, a whole Cherokee nation, and they locked him on that reservation. It's so bad. They took away uh, her way of life, the tomahawk and the mm. bow and, and knife. knife. Both of them? Uh, and all, all the things they made by hand, uh, they're nowadays made in Japan. That's clear. Or even more nowadays in China. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> Uh, anyway, she's on CNN. This I think this is this morning, yeah. wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Just this morning, talking about and oh, uh, good. Uh, the the anchor asks her about this illegal alien uh, murder alleged. I want to get one last question sure. in here because it is a story, a very important story in the news. It has to do with Molly Tibbetts, the young woman in Iowa who was murdered. Her body believed to be found yesterday. A person has been charged with it. This person is an undocumented immigrant. Um, Mike Pence and the president have suggested the immigration laws need to be stronger so that people like this man who was accused of this murder were not in the country. Your reaction? I'm so sorry for the family here, and I know this is hard, not only for the Mm. family, but for the people Mm -hmm. in her community, the people throughout Iowa. Um, But one of the things we have to remember is we need an immigration system that is effective, Mm -hmm. that focuses on where real problems are. Like the border. Last mm-hmm. month, I went That's down to the border, and I saw where children mm-hmm. had been taken mm-hmm. away from their mothers. I met with those mo- She saw. She didn't see children no. being taken away. She saw oh, where, where they were taken away from their mothers. <laughs> okay. Wow, is that powerful. So you saw where that happened, so that they were separated, and that the children didn't go to the adult detention center. You did see that? Well, that, okay. she saw where it happened. Really compelling where it happened. That's where it happened, yeah. where they took children and put them in a nicer place than their adult people went to That's what because you can't put a child in that place. Well, they shouldn't be separated at all. <laughs> then they but shouldn't this, come here at all. They shouldn't be separated at all. Just and, a little safety look. tip for you. If you don't want to be separated, don't try to sneak across our border illegally. Guaranteed well, way not to be separated. That's true, Guaranteed. But. Well, that's true, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but look. They have to come here. Where they have the search to of a better life. Uh huh. Fear for the fear for sure. their own life. Right. Their children's mm-hmm. lives. That's right. That's right. I know. I know. That's uh, that's the story. Who had been lied to? Who didn't know where their yeah. children were? Who hadn't uh-huh. had a chance to talk to their children? Here's the thing, though. And there was that no I'm sorry, is that I uh-huh. think you just said it a, a little bit ago. Right. They would know where their children were if they were had still they at not home. Crossed the border. Right. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. So how they would be reunified with their children. Mm -hmm. I think we need immigration laws that focus on people who pose a real threat. And I don't think mamas and babies are the place that we should be spending our resources. Separating a mama from a baby does not make this country safe. Okay, and a mama from a baby. So that's the big talking point that's going to... Tug at the heartstrings. Mama it's going to spark the emotion. Let's talk about a mama and her baby. Babies from Guar- mamas. Guarantee that's it's called it abortion. The, that was right. in the morning email. Right. The mama and the babies. Mm-hmm. Like she cares about the mamas and babies who have been separated, 60 million of them, huh. and the babies separated from life. Uh, she doesn't care about any of that. How about Molly Tibbetts and her mom? They were they've been they separated, separated forever now. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, nice job spending ten seconds uh, with your cursory comments uh, about Molly Tibbetts, and then spending the rest of the time dialoguing or monologuing, I should say, mm-hmm. about uh, illegal immigrants and their plight. But uh, you just remember this Iowa because she'll be back seeking oh. your votes for president uh, in a couple years. Are yeah. you? What so, kind of hater are you? There, those are undocumented. 
Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Undocumented aliens. Not Don't use that harsh word of illegal, my friend. Okay. No human being is illegal. Thank you. No human Thank being. Thank you. Well, except for all the people that have done illegal things and they went to jail. Well, that, yeah, I mean, you know, but those, those, I mean, if they're citizens, then that's, you can call them illegal then. Like if they're U.S., like white men, then yeah, that, those are illegal people. You know, well, you know, just, you know yeah. who else is illegal? Mm. U.S. white and black mamas that get separated from their babies that go to prison every day too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Weird. I mean, this is, they, they don't make any sense. They don't make any sense. You're going to try to tell us that you care about mamas and their babies when you're one of, the, especially Elizabeth Warren, one of the biggest abortion activists there is. Uh, I think she's okay with partial birth abortion. I don't think she Ooh, believes no, there no. should be any restriction on abortion ever. That's probably true. Just on know. demand. If they want it, you give it to them. <laughs> I, I don't care if you can see the head coming out. Uh, you just go ahead and take that baby and abort it. I mean, how do you live with yourself? When you try to draw that distinction, you care about those babies at the border, but you don't care about any of the 60 million who've been killed Zero. since your favorite ruling in the world, Roe v. Wade, uh, came down the pike. It's just, it's, it's a travesty is what it is. It's a travesty shamockery. Um, so, and the only time that they'll even pay any kind of uh, attention to the plight of, like, the family of Molly Tibbetts is when they're directly asked about, hey, what about what about tightening up the border so this doesn't happen again? You know, I'm I'm sorry about yes. the family and but and then the rest of the time is on your agenda of opening up the border. Yep, I'm really sorry for the family. I'm really sorry for the <clears throat> the town and the the state. And CNN doesn't challenge her on any of that and say, hey, you know, that's not where we're, we can, we can talk about that another time. I'm asking you about the murder of a U.S. citizen. From, by a person, allegedly, who shouldn't be here in the first place. What about that? Why aren't you doing something about that? Well, we Answer are, that. We are letting the uh, legal course of action take its course uh, in, uh-huh. in the great state yeah. of uh, Iowa, Iowa. Where I'll and, be campaigning uh, shortly for president <laughs> of the United States <laughs> in the year 2020. And, but, uh, um, that, that, just a reminder. It's, it's hard to take. It sure is. It's really hard to take. It sure is. And again... That's why Donald Trump has been elected. Because Absolutely. We're, we're sick of taking this kind of crap. We're just sick to death of it. I know. And we don't want to hear it from him anymore. We want somebody he will give it back to him and put it right back in their face. And if he wants to do that through a tweet at four in the morning, good. so be it. So be it. Good. Yeah. And if he's had some issues, uh, dalliances with uh, porn stars and Playboy bunnies along the way, whatever. I don't care. Whatever. We weren't looking for a pastor in chief. And we already knew that. And we knew that. That's all. That's all baked in to the election. So it's all good. But yeah. So from that aspect, from that standpoint, it's kind of understandable. And when we're so fed up with the Elizabeth Warrens of the world, just it's agonizing. And when you've got these people who won't even acknowledge that what's in the womb is a human being, and they won't acknowledge that there are two genders, male and female, uh, and they they continually call us science deniers because we're not totally buying into the climate change nonsense. Uh, it's it's really it's a tough it's a tough thing. Yes, to handle. it is. Yes, it is. And you know, Glenn used his analogy with the 
the wasp nest mm-hmm. uh, on the porch today, which I thought was great. Yeah, and, and, but I will say, look, we we still need somebody to knock that wasp nest down. Give him the stick, let him do it. All right, I mean that's where we're at. Yeah, hey, that it's still hanging there. Yep, they're still flying around. Yep, Go, do it, knock that thing down. Now he says, you know, he continues to tell us that that's what he's doing. There may be a slight lack of evidence that that's happening, but some of it is happening anyway. Yeah. right. I mean, we're some killing of it some has of it. Happened. Yeah. Yes, we are. We're Definitely. killing some of it. Yeah. Uh, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. I mean, it just makes you ache inside. So, uh, and almost for sure, she's going to be among the candidates for president uh, in the Democrat Party. And from everybody I've seen them pushing forward, she seems to have the most momentum of any of them. Her and that Kamala Harris from California. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't think either one worse. of them. I do not think either one of them can beat Trump, though. So, oh no way. No way. No, I don't think so. Not popular vote. Who could on the left? I don't know. I don't know if anybody can. Uh, Unless it's a, you know, Tom Hanks type person. That's who it would have to be, I think. Like, if Tom Hanks runs, and you got yourself a battle. 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Oh, and Chewing the Fat with Jeffy. Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, time for chewing the fat with Jeffy. You know, we talked a little bit about. Uh, well, you've talked uh, quite at uh, quite a bit about uh, the Donald Trump, uh, Paul Manafort uh, mm-hmm. guilty verdict on eight of the eighteen counts, and what uh, what that what the fallout is of that and Cohen. But one of my favorite parts yesterday was uh, I was here in the studio, and there were you know there's three televisions up on the wall, and you're watching when the and you know you see the breaking news, you know Manafort verdict. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm watching the screen, and I it was so good. The courtroom uh, did not allow cell phones in it. So when the verdict gets read on all these counts, mm-hmm. the networks had people, uh, had their runners in there to keep coming out. And some of the Twitter feeds, you can watch if you're watching on Blaze Television, of the when the verdict was uh, was given in court, and they're just running, they're running in and the out of the it. So good. Paul they, here they come, and I mean sprinting. Out they come, sprinting. And they all come, sprinting. They come. It's so good, and I mean back and forth. Back and forth. <laughs> it was so good. One guy came out with a big sign. He's holding it up, turning <laughs> it around with words on it. And there were there were there snapshots of them running. One girl was actually uh, one of the girls that works for um, uh, Andrea Mitchell as an intern. Which you know, I mean, who doesn't want to you know work for Andrea Mitchell? Reports. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Casey 
Semyon, she was a former cross-country runner, and she's the one, and I think we have the snapshot of her in the blue dress. I mean, she is picking them up and putting them down, baby, yeah. coming out of there. And I mean, back and forth when that verdict was read. It was so good. This is great. It was so good. I mean, it was. It really was remarkable watching them race in so and out funny. of there for the television networks. It, it was just like, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, now, I, 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 I'm not running. Now, no. I'm not working for the network. So, Jeff, would you like to work on the Manafort trial? Sure. From here. <laughs> no, we need a runner. We yeah. need uh, somebody to run out and give the news to all the reporters because oh, yeah. they can't have their oh, cell yeah. phones in there. Uh, I bring my kids. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's not, not going to happen. That was really funny watching them run uh, in and out uh, with the verdict. Um, sad news. Did you ever watch uh, Sad News? Uh, Carl, Stefan Carl Stephenson. Do you remember Stefan? No. Carl Stephenson? No. 43, passed away. Um, very sad. I mean, he, he was battled, battled cancel, cancer for several years. But do you remember him as Robbie Rotten on Lazy Town? Oh, wow. You remember Lazy Town on Nickelodeon? I mean, he played no. such a great evil guy on uh, on Lazy Town. I was forced to watch that show. And since there was a, you know, mm-hmm. there were several... Females on the show, little that you were made the show worth watching. Hashtag me too. For kids. Wow. Yeah, hashtag me too. Something's okay. Happening. But if you're going to watch a show with your kids, <laughs> uh-huh. might as well have a reason. So Lazy Town had, had beautiful girls. Well, yeah, there, was one, there was one girl mm. in particular. Okay. Stephanie. Mm. Stephanie. They're like 100 years younger than you, man. Just saying. And so? Right about, right about 100. <laughs> right at 100. This is so silly. <laughs> anyway, it was sad. I mean, he was a big star at the time. For, uh, so what for happened? Lady Town and Nickelodeon. He just battled cancer okay. for quite a while. Okay. Yeah, oh, it was no. bad. I know. It was really bad. Uh, Lowe's, sad news in Florida. Good news coming out of Florida. Bad news coming out of Florida. Bad news out of Florida. Lowe's is going to close all their orchard supply hardware stores. Get this. You know, you think Lowe's is one of the big companies that are doing good, but they're kind of, uh, they're saying, hey, we need to rethink some things. They bought orchard supply. Uh, a few years ago, and now they're uh, they they have their stores still left uh, in uh, California, Oregon, and Florida, and they're closing them all. There's 99 stores left, and they're going to close them all. There's several. There's a couple left in Florida. They told everybody yesterday, "Hey, we're closing you down. Uh, you're still going to be open tomorrow, beginning Thursday. Uh, it's going to be uh, we're closing sale. Mm-hmm. Shut the door." Now the good news is. I mean, Lowe's isn't that bad of people. They're going to be given priority status if they choose to apply for other Lowe's positions. They're not just going to kick them to the curb. We'll give you priority status. It's nice of them. Right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we're not giving you a job. Yeah. But we'll look at you first. (laughs) But I love the the Lowe's. Seriously, they were like, uh, uh, we're going to be refocusing on retail fundamentals. So that kind of means maybe, you know, Start to struggle a little bit. For yeah, those. sounds like it. Uh, Chick Fil A, who is not struggling uh, in the least. Uh, good news <laughs> out of Florida. Uh, they're opening a store now uh, in the parking lot of a mall where they already have a Chick Fil A inside of the food court of the mall. So they're gonna have you're gonna have two Chick Fil A's, same place. I mean, this is that is outstanding. This is becoming a trend with them because out near where I live, you could stand on the roof of one Chick Fil A and see the other. Just across the interstate. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. You know where the one is? The one that's been there a while. There's a new one that's been there for about, I don't know, oh, six yeah. months or so. Just literally that's right. half a mile that, at But most. That's, that's in a different neighborhood. 
Just because you could see it. That's no, in a different it's, it's neighborhood. It's on the side then of the is, interstate. This, that's Fort Worth. But that's Worth. the same I'm, building, right? That's Fort Worth. There's, there's a, <laughs> the new 18 million people in that neighborhood. And they're so they're <laughs> so popular, they could get away with just building them right next to each other. Oh, the line's too long in that one? Go to the next one. Oh, next I door. And they, and they they do create uh, some lines mm-hmm. uh, at those stores. That's what I was thinking about the, uh, the, the Starbucks the other day, too. You know, I drive by four Starbucks that I can actually see and really five on my way to work. I gotta every start day. counting them. But yeah. the fifth one, I can't really see the parking lot well. So it doesn't but count. Four of them, right? But four of them that I can actually see this parking lot. There's no boycott going on for Starbucks. Hmm. Well, I mean, all four of those those drive-throughs yeah. and parking lots are packed. It may, Jeffy, every it could be day. just people going in to use the bathroom. We don't know. I don't know that they're buying that's anything. That's a good point. So I, that's a good point. I hadn't yeah. thought about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and good news for you, PETA animal lovers. Um, they've fought for quite some time yeah. now about uh, the horrific, yeah. horrific cover on the animal cracker box of the animals being caged. And uh, Nabisco has now redesigned the package. <laughs> and of the, the animals are now roaming free. Uh, look, at, look at that caged. Look at the horrific. Scare look, the kids the now. Different, yeah. Animals on the loose. No, that, you can't have that. You uh-huh. couldn't eat. You couldn't eat animal crackers if they're caged right. like that. You're setting a bad example. Our animal crackers come from They've free been protesting <laughs> so bad. Now, PETA, you know, they, they hate circuses anyway. So they've been after uh, Nabisco for at least two or three years, maybe more, Boy. to change this because mm-hmm. of the horrific statement mm-hmm. that, that animal made... crackers have wow. by animals being caged in a circus. Mm-hmm. So I mean, the, the, how, to put so them in, to put them into shapes kind of, of animals. Why would they use shapes of animals? Then and then people just eat them. That's wrong too. I mean, they should they should just be like a circular cookie blob mm-hmm. with right? no animal shapes in there. Well, we found. I'll tell you what. That's what they should you could be. call a cookie cutter. cutter. They're uh-huh. actually part of. They're actually killers. Uh, there was an alpaca. Mm-hmm that uh, died in Florida. It really died because of the peanuts. But there was a guy that used to drive by and throw animal crackers, Doritos, cheese nips at at these alpacas to eat for snacks, and the people would run out there and eat them because they're not supposed to eat that. Uh Oh. uh, But he actually, then one day he drove by and he threw uh, whole peanuts, and the alpaca ate them. Oh no! What's that? Oh no! Yeah, the and the alpaca died. Yeah, from... the al- yeah, the alpaca had oh. peanut allergy. Yeah, it's sad. peanut allergy. Yeah, it must have been. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What I, I just know oh. that because of the peanuts, he and died. There was so. no alpaca epipen. <laughs> there was. There's no. Oh, they no. got all that fur. It's hard to get that. None of the kids, yeah. none of the kids at the school had the epipen. I don't know what the heck the deal was. <laughs> and then uh, another animal news in Hill. Look, this happens too much. I don't care how they say, oh, it doesn't happen. Alligators haven't attacked people very often over the years. In South Carolina, a lady out walking her dog. An alligator jumps up and attacks to get the dog. She tries to save the dog. If an alligator goes after your animal, let it go. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Let it go. Because then the alligator goes, well, you know, you look better to me than... The mm-hmm. dog. Oh no! So, I honey. know. Then they dragged her. Oh, oh no! Really? Yep. Oh, tried no. to get the dog. She tried to rescue it. Somebody came over, tried to help her. The alligator said, "Nope, I'm taking you instead." Oof! I know. Terrible. And look, and they, you know, they found the gator, obviously, and killed. Youth, I'm sorry, euthanized the gator. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, but 
if your dog is, if you're out walking your dog in any of the southern states where alligators are prevalent, um, mm. and the, you're walking along, for, why are you walking so close to the water bank where gators are? You should mm-hmm. know if you're out walking your dog that there are gators in those particular water areas. Um, I was very familiar with areas that had gators in them uh, when I lived in Florida for many years. Uh, you just don't walk. You and if you do walk by those areas, you do walk by with an eye of okay. There's gators right there, and they're just you know they've got their eyes floating. They come up. I love how they, you know they just come up out of the water. Mm-hmm. And uh, but if they're coming after your dog, the dog ain't gonna make it. Yeah, you, should, yeah. It you shouldn't risk that. risk that. That's uh, no, uh, that's not smart. Oh no, little let Fluffy go. You can replace Fluffy. Mm-hmm. Let, Fluffy's go. Be, be start crying because mm-hmm. Fluffy's gone. Okay, don't. Peta will it. disagree with that, I'm sure, but uh, any right-thinking human being knows <laughs> that human life is more valuable than the dog life. Oh, wait. So, what? yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're actually at the top of the chain. So, yeah, for now, let the dog go. Sorry. Liked you, uh, but uh, wow. bye-bye now. I know. Bye-bye. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, good. Uh, do you ever, you know, we've all dated, and we've talked about, uh, you know, dating, uh, Dating people and what it, what it entails in today's world and how hard it is and how difficult that it is. And, well, now there's a lady, uh, Amtheist Realm, a spiritual guidance counselor, who uh, shared her romantic liaisons um, on uh, ITV's This Morning Show. Uh, after six months of dating a ghost that she met in Australia. Here we go. Uh, oh, yeah. We, yeah we, mm-hmm, we were talking about this. This yes. is the one that... Is in a sexual relationship well, yeah, now well, with the. She uh, wants to have a. It's a yeah, baby. she wants to have the ghost baby. Is she yeah. pregnant? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, she is. I think she is now. Yeah. I don't think she's pregnant yet. Oh, she yeah. wants to get. Pregnant. She's. She has a phantom pregnancy. Oh, she thinks she is. Okay. Uh, oh different. boy. So. So. Okay. That's going to be a fun. Uh, now, now she show. realizes. Look, she realizes that you have a phantom inside you uh-huh. rather than a human baby. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. So she's not crazy. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> That'd just be silly. Now but, she's she's yeah. had a lot of liaisons with a lot of ghosts, mm-hmm. and and I mean she's she, in fact she's given up she's given up actual men because she's in these relationships with ghosts. Sure, correct. So. And this one, I mean, this one has come with her all the way from Australia. Right, he must have really dug her because well, uh, part of the Mile High Club on the mm-hmm, way back. She said, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. "So wait, that yeah. sounds like he's being serious." So, <clears throat> oh boy. Yeah, Sean, no, that's what she thought. Was that really a yeah. story last yeah. time? Oh, uh-huh. boy. So that's a baby shower worth attending? You, you yeah. can't, did you start judging love? Oh, yeah, I'm judging it. You, you can't, you better you can't judge love. No, not in today's can't, world. Can't do it. If a also. ghost is involved, I'm judging it. That's mm. like, I think wow. that's a one area you can still judge people. All right, Mr. Hate. Uh, that's me. Oh, I like that one. Thank you. Okay. Uh, prison inmates nationwide going on strike. Good news, starting today. Uh-huh. Uh, the strike is time to begin on an anniversary of the killing of the jailed African-American activist George Jackson, who was uh, killed by a guard in 1971. Now, he took two guards and two inmates hostage in a bid to escape from San Quentin Prison, but was killed in the process. So oh, boy. You can't do that. No. I mean, that's almost like having your dog eaten and not trying to rescue it. Yeah, did the dog escape, by the, the way? Fi- just came to mind. I'm just wondering, did it escape? You know, they didn't say. I think the dog might have died. Okay. I got it now. I'm going to find out. I'll find question. out. You keep okay. going. I'll, I'll find out. Uh, the final day of the strike, September 9th, also carries some symbolism for this prison strike. Uh, that's uh, the day in 1971 that uh, the Attica prison riots started 
in New York. Mm. So they're trying to time it and, uh, you know, get that get that taken care of. The inmates plan to uh, abstain from reporting to their assigned jobs, halt commissary spending, and hold peaceful sit-ins to protest and refuse to eat during the strike. And this was, you know, they, they talked about this uh, as part of the Incarcerated Workers Organization Committee, which is, you know, always mm-hmm. a leading, leading group that takes people on and the prisoners. Mm-hmm. Um, the call to action comes because, you remember, we had the riot not long ago in South Carolina uh, this year, resulting in the death of uh, seven inmates died and a few dozen others got injured. Initially, the strike was planned for next year, but they said, we need a, we need a now response. Want to make sure things like this don't happen in the future. Now they have a list of demands on the uh, IWOC. I want to get their proper, the uh, Incarcerated Workers Organizing Committee, Mm -hmm. the IWOC website, including part immediate improvement of prison policies, an increase in prisoner wages rescinding laws that prevent imprisoned prisoners from having a chance at parole. The inmates also call for more rehabilitation services and voting rights. Yeah, I, you know, look, and and, and U.S. cities participating. They're hoping Seattle, Portland, Sacramento, San Jose, Corona, Los Angeles, Phoenix, Omaha, San Antonio, Asheville, Black Mountain, Atlanta, Fort Lauderdale, Des Moines, Chicago, Columbus, Minneapolis, Philadelphia, Boston, Brooklyn. I get it. There's a lot of different places. I mean, no kidding. Yeah. They're all part of it. (laughs) I was just surprised that they were that bad. That's what I'm wondering. They're, They're in prison. How do they coordinate this with everybody? Well, I, I don't know, but I think that some of them are allowed. They've got to be allowed uh, internet access, internet access, apparently. and maybe even phones. Because uh, wow, and I don't know this, but according with the South Carolina riot happened in April, mm-hmm. it talks about inmates posting videos on social media showing the aftermath. You gotta be kidding! So, I mean, we the, the photos we were getting. So they've got cell some phones? of the photos we're getting were and, from inmates, not from press hmm. or anything. All right. It's really, I know. Now, I would have to say, you know, look, uh, I know President Trump wants prison reform, and they're working diligently on that. That's a big, you know, that's one of his priorities and uh, one of uh, Jared's priorities, I believe. But uh, th- there may be some reform that needs to take place on particular offenses that cause people to go to prison. I'll give you that. But if you're in prison, it sounds like, uh, I mean, you need to be in prison. Right. <laughs> Those days are, you know, it's not, mm-hmm. you did something not meant to be wrong. fun. Yeah. Uh-huh. You're, you're supposed to come out of prison. And I I know we can have, uh, you know, hours of discussion on the parole system and how it's set up to make people fail. And every, I get it. I get it. But you're supposed to go to prison and then get out and realize that sucked. I don't want to do what I did to go back there. Instead of, mm-hmm. eh, eh, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't that yeah. bad. Yeah, you, you don't know. want it to be a pleasurable experience. Right. Yeah, we had a good time. We used to do a lot of get-togethers with the other prisoners and uh, organize <laughs> right. movements. And, yeah. It's not supposed to happen, happen in prison. No. Anyway, and did you know this? Uh, real, real quick, um, the dog yeah. escaped uninjured. Okay, good. Just oh, thank so she saved it. Good. So, so Pete go. is good. Everything's good then. Okay, well, good. they had to euthanize the gator. So okay. Well, it's not good for the gator, good. but it's good for the animal life. Like, well, the dog overall. Yeah. Life. Yeah. 
<laughs> and did you know? I, I know we're at, we're, at, we're at close to the end here, but did you know that the remote compound in New Mexico, where <laughs> we caught the uh, training ground, the mm-hmm. ISIS training ground, and mm-hmm. you know we've got those guys out on signature bond. There was such a such a to do about that. But did you know that that's been torn down? No, I didn't either. I didn't know that. And they, I mean, the property owner said he had a court order allowing the seizure of one of the stolen trailers. And they just, I mean, it's been going on. Now, I love the story, of course, I guess, is on their side because it talks about uh, it stood vacant uh, since August 3rd. I thought it was still on trial. How are we destroying this place? And what the hell is going on? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I just uh, the whole thing is is... Just a tad bit yeah, he should he should have to go through the trial, and if he's found guilty of something worthy of destroying and demolishing, unless he doesn't own it and they were there illegally, is that what the problem well, the, is? I guess the trailer was. Yeah, the owner yeah. said the trailer was, but I don't All know right. about the I don't know about the property itself. Mm. We'll explore this further coming up in a second here uh, on Chewing the Fat with Jeffy. Meantime, let me tell you about Earth Water. Earth Water is uh, this great beverage. It's a hundred percent natural. It uh, puts missing nutrients back into your diet there's over 70 trace minerals so it's really unique and it can boost your energy level it can help rebuild your immune system reduce your stress level and even improve your memory and and focus so it's really good stuff plus it comes with an opportunity if uh you'd like to be an affiliate you will be reserving your position in the network marketing tree with direct to market model when it's launched later on this year and you can establish yourself on the ground floor as an Earth Water brand ambassador. As such, you'll get a 40% weekly commission on all orders that are placed by your customers. 40%. So if you, this sounds good to you, go to Team Earth Water, uh, theblaze.teamearthwater.com. So again, it's theblaze.teamearthwater.com. Go there today and check it out. Pat Gray Unleashed. On the Blaze Radio Network. Now back to Pat Gray. Uh-huh. On the Blaze Radio Network. And uh, Jeffy, finishing up chewing the fat here. For those of you that have uh, driven in uh, New Britain, Connecticut, and you've uh, went to drive on uh, Paul Manafort Drive, and you thought to yourself, I can't drive on this Paul Manafort Drive. I hate that road. I hate him. I hate everything he had to do with Trump. Uh, they've they, Look, they've clarified it for you. It's okay. You can still go down the street. You don't have to get upset anymore. You don't have to call the mayor. You don't have to do anything. They've they've redone the sign. Okay, They've, they've made the sign. Uh Paul Manafort Senior Drive, okay. It's it's, it's his dad, okay. It's what, not, did, what did his dad do? <laughs> his dad, <it's, laughs> nice. Uh, it's his dad. Okay, okay. good. All right. Well, his that's dad, that's way better. Thank you. Thank that's you. That's way better. His dad was, uh, you know, a uh-huh. big big Republican, uh, big part of the deal in uh, New Britain. Okay. Uh, Connecticut. There was a Republican deal in New Britain, Connecticut, because that's, deal, that's yes. news right there. Let's st- they should say because it honors the elder Mar- Manafort, and she wanted the, to honor the old man and not the uh, uh-huh. not mm-hmm. the son. 
Well, okay, you better be so sure when you're writing your return that's address. That's what I'm saying. Make yeah, that yeah, senior on right. the end of it. <laughs> people that are on that road. And this is something that's kind of sad. We've talked about stores, you know, struggling and stores doing good here in America. Uh, Hooters is starting to struggle a little bit. Mm. Uh, recent study is uh, saying uh, millennials really aren't into uh, breastages. <laughs> and I believe, well, that's, that's, not I believe what, that's the actual study. That's an okay thing because that's not what Hooters yeah, 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 is all yeah, yeah. about. Hashtag me too. Hooters is about delicious chicken wings. That's what it's about. And really good food. That's what that's what Hooters is oh, about. Wait, is this? Well, do know. they have waitresses there that dress skimpily? I, that's Hooters. See, I yes, wouldn't know I because I hadn't we only go that. there for the I mean, food. I don't know that part. Right. I, I just know they have delicious buffalo wings. Right. All I know, and they do. And then I love. Oh, they're. I love. And then they got the owl. The owl. The owl place. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was the same yeah. place. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Hmm. All I know is that according to Pornhub. Visitors between the ages of 18 and 24 are less likely to search for breastages. That's all I know. All right. That's all I know. So that means that's why Hooters is struggling. Thanks for sharing. Okay. All righty. That's all I know, Pat. Okay. (laughs) That's all I know, Pat. Triple eight, 900-3393. More coming up. Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Hey, it's Pat Gray, and if you like what you hear on this program, you should check out the Glenn Beck Program. The podcast is available wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Why can't we impeach this guy? Why? I don't like him. Why can't we impeach him? Hmm. Just impeach him. Wait, wait, for what reason? I, don't bother me with your your Trump-esque, your pro-Trump, your, your love-Trump thing. I Don't what? bother me with that. But, Just impeach him. On what grounds? Listen to you. Yeah, on the grounds that the guy sucks... And he's a hater. Is that and a bigot, racist hater? Is there and a, I don't like him. Hold on, what is it? Is this a, an executive who sucks clause <laughs> in the Constitution? I'm just not familiar with the hysteria uh, <laughs> that's going on right now in the media is uh, and with the left. I mean, the Democrats insane. <laughs> it's got to be high crimes and misdemeanors, and I, I've yet to see anything approaching that. I even the campaign finance law. Nobody's quite sure is. If even if he did do it, and I guess he did, although he said today, hmm. uh, here's his latest. Okay, he was talking to Ainsley um, Earhart. Earhart from Fox and Friends, and she asked him if he knew because Michael Cohen said he does now. First he said he didn't. Now he said he said he does, and this was the president on whether he knew or not. Later on, I knew. Later on, but you hmm. have to understand, Ainsley, what he did. Mm-hmm. And they weren't taken out of campaign finance. That's a big thing. That's a much bigger thing. Mm-hmm. Did they come out of the campaign? They didn't come out of the campaign. They came okay. from me, and I tweeted about it. You know, I put, I don't know if you know, but I tweeted uh, about the payments. But they didn't mm. come out of campaign. In fact, my first question mm. when I heard about it was, did they come out of the campaign? 
because that could be a little dicey. And they didn't come out of the campaign, and that's big. But they weren't, that's not a, it's not even a campaign violation. If you look at President Obama, he had a massive campaign mm -hmm. violation, but mm -hmm. he had a different attorney general, and they viewed it a lot differently. Okay. So uh, the left is really running with all this stuff, and they, they just want to impeach him today. Just they, they don't want to be bothered with any facts. Don't don't ask me why he's going to be impeached. We just don't like him, and we don't want him there. We're going to impeach him. If this is the way we acted with Obama, uh, we would have been the biggest racist in the world. <laughs> and laughed to scorn. I, I, What are you going to impeach him for? You know that while there have been two successful impeachments of presidents, there has never been a president in the history of this country who's been impeached and removed from office. Not even Richard Nixon, because before they could impeach him, he resigned. So nobody's been impeached and then removed by the Senate. It's never happened in the history of... Everybody always talks about the two guys who were impeached, Andrew Johnson and, and Bill Clinton, but nobody has ever been removed from office. Uh, so it's a really tough thing to impeach somebody and remove them from office. You got to you got to have some pretty good reasoning behind it. And I don't like him is not good enough. Well, he says me he tweets mean things. Mm, not good enough. Still not there. Yeah, but he's a big What about what about when he called other countries asshole places? Yeah, not good enough. So I don't know. Uh, it's it's interesting to watch the hysteria, though. Uh, it's it's pretty. It's been pretty amazing. And I'm frankly, I think we're all kind of tired of it. Kind of tired of the media and their histrionics. Just relax for a while, because there's a there's other things to focus on, like I don't know the pyramid sized hmm? asteroid that's headed toward us. Oh, not again. It's happening again. Here we it's, go. It's on again. NASA has listed an asteroid bigger than the Great Pyramid of Giza for a close approach to Earth. Uh, NASA said the 2016 NF-23, they always come up with the snappiest names that roll right off your tongue. That's catchy, yeah. Yeah, the 2016 NF-23. Mm -hmm. I wish I would have thought of that for one of my kids. <laughs> well, what about a middle name? Are you talking about a first name? Or well, middle? I think the N is the middle name and F23 is the last name. So it's like, hey, 2016, NF23. So that would be the full name. Clean your room. Uh, yeah. Sir. So anyway, they said it's hurtling rapidly at a speed of about 20,000 miles an hour. Can you imagine a pyramid-sized comet hitting us at 20,000 miles an hour? That Whoa. does some damage, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, it's, uh, it's me it measures a jaw-dropping... 160 meters. I don't know if that's jaw-droppingly big or jaw-droppingly small because nobody knows what 160 There's, meters is. Yeah, how do we is. even figure that out? You don't. You can't. There's it's no way. got to be... They do say, though, at that huh. size, it is bigger than the Great Pyramid of Giza, okay, well, which see. measures 139 meters. So wait. Nobody knows how big that is. No, so nobody... You can't even measure the, the Pyramid of Giza? They've had I could. I'll take a tape measure over there. Yeah, they've an had American tape measure. I'll tell you how big that thing is. Thousands of years we've had to figure this out, and we still don't know. Come on, 
You know why? Because everybody who goes over there forgets their tape measure. I'll just bring one. It's not that big a deal. So it's uh, listed on NASA's Earth Close Approaches page, despite whizzing by at a distance of 3 million miles. Okay, so... (laughs) What's this story doing, man? (laughs) But in the cosmos, you know, in the greater solar system and galaxy and universe, 3 million miles is pretty close, I guess. I... I don't know how close you have to get to be considered a close flyby, but uh, this apparently is one. Hmm. It's close enough that we're going to pay some attention to it. Okay. Then they say at 160 meters, it's considered potentially hazardous asteroid because it's above 140 meters. Is that <laughs> 160 inches? This is that 160 be the miles? Worst story ever. It's terrible, isn't like, it? Like, look, it, it said the miles per hour in the same story. It did metric. Yeah, right. I don't understand. This miles story. per hour and miles away, and then the rest of the stuff is in meters. Why do they do that? Well, maybe the maybe it was like uh, translated, and yeah, they maybe. just they didn't know how to do miles per hour conversion into metric or vice versa. There's there's been some that. really cool discoveries uh, in space lately, and uh, some really cool plans that NASA and other agencies have for space exploration. Um. Earlier this week, there was some terrifying footage that captured a a fireball 40 times brighter than the moon shooting over the U.S. I wish I would have seen that. Why didn't we know about this? How did we miss that? Ah, That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Can we go back in time? 40 times brighter than the moon. Wow. Did we know this was coming? And we just... uh, I I don't don't think so. Or was it so far away? When he said over the U.S. Yeah, just flew over the U.S. So some somebody I'd love to hear from you if you saw it. Yeah. 888-900-3393. And at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where Joseph Mark McKinley tweets, people for the ethical treatment of cartoon animals? Hmm. Yeah, they changed the box of the animal crackers. <laughs> is this where we are now? Oh, please, Joseph, yes. Do, oh, do you listen every day? Oh, we're yeah, there. this is where we are. <laughs> this is where we are. Welcome to 2018. From Muffer Squish. Did Jeffy just say the lady lady who makes love to ghosts was in the Mile High Club on the way back? I seriously feel sorry for whoever had seats on that row. <laughs> <laughs> and from Rev Brodo, uh-huh. to clear out a Starbucks, just walk in and yell, Chaz, your Prius lights are on. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and you have to wait in line. You just get right to the front. Everybody run out of the parking lot. Yeah, except Chaz probably won't even get up because he knows his wonderful Prius turns his lights off automatically. Right? Way to ruin it. <laughs> Thanks, Pat. Yeah, so Appreciate there it that. is. <laughs> that won't clear out the Starbucks anymore. Now, 30 years ago, that would have. Triple eight nine hundred. Yes, 3393. Yesterday, we told you about uh, Lupe Valdez, who's actually has the unmitigated gall to run against the greatest governor, maybe in history. Mm-hmm. Greg Abbott of Texas, and she's running against him, and she lost her gun, couldn't find it for months, and then wrote this <laughs> this uh, editorial about how we need better gun laws to protect people from those kinds of people who lose their guns. <laughs> okay. Oh, the irony. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, uh... They found her gun. Oh, good. Yeah, you'll be happy to know. I'm that thrilled. 
they found her gun. Was it like under her dresser or had it, you know, fallen in the back of the closet or something? Well, let's see. Interim Dallas County Sheriff Marion Brown apologized to the former sheriff and current gubernatorial candidate after the the department said last week her former service weapon was missing. The weapon was found this week in the sheriff's office property room. Well, yeah, because she left it laying around somewhere and somebody no doubt brought it to him. Out of the 157 cops in or officers in the county sheriff's department, she was the only one who had a, gu- a gun that was unaccounted for. Now, that's you shouldn't apologize for that. That's her fault, mm-hmm. not the department's. That bugs me. Yep. Sheriff's Department said uh, Tuesday the Beretta 9mm pistol issued to Valdez and reported to be missing was found through inventory of every weapon in the property room. Well, again, what's it doing in the property property room? How'd it get there? Something's up. Somebody found it and took it to the property room. Yep. Why didn't she know where it was? It's just, I, you know, and then they try to make excuses for her. Oh, Lupe, we're we're sorry. Um, that's our fault. I don't know how this happened. Our bad. Because I know you're way too responsible to just be leaving stuff laying around where somebody would find it and bring it to us. Stop making mistakes uh, and excuses for these people. Just, uh Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. You know, Glenn and, and Tanya founded Real Estate Agents I Trust uh, a while ago because they were really frustrated with an unreliable real estate agent that couldn't sell their house and it sat around and they lost money on it. So they thought, well, how do you find a realtor that's going to be really reliable and really good and do a good job for people? And what they found out in their research was that you kind of have to do this full time. It can't be something you just dabble in. You want an agent who's really committed to what they do and who knows a lot about how your home should look, what the landscaping should be, What's the paint job like? Is there are there touch-ups that need to be done on the trim? Maybe do you have trees and shrubbery growing in front of windows? All of those things are really important. The home should be professionally staged and, you know, pictures need to be taken and posted online so that it looks great and people get interested in it, want to come see it in person. When do you list? Is it better to list during the school year, after the school year, heading into a holiday, during summer? When should you list your home? All those things your realtor has to know and advise you on. What will the market look like in six months? You know, they should they should be able to see down the road a ways. These are all things that you're going to find with realestateagentsitrust.com because we've vetted these 1,200 agents across the country. Plus, and I really love this, they're fans of the show, which means they've got a lot in common with you. So if you're trying to sell your home or maybe you want to buy, either way, these are great agents. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and we'll introduce you to the best agent in your town. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Pat Gray Unleashed returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. 
888 Last week we told you about uh, Vermont gubernatorial candidate Christine Hallquist. Oh, is this that hot lady? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. she's a transgendered person. Beautiful. Uh, she was born a man, but now she's a woman. Um, and we talked about her a little bit last week. Uh, here's what she, she looks like. If we have the photo, it's absolutely beautiful. Look at her. Just that. a stunningly beautiful woman. I can't take my eyes off of her. Right? Right? So there she is. Mm. Beautiful. Wish we had more Just TV beautiful. monitors in this studio. No better, no, no more beautiful woman on the face of this planet than right there. Well, I didn't want to say Ooh, that and yeah, embarrass but, my I mean, own wife, but yeah. you know, okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, truth is truth, Keith. Mm-hmm. Contrary to what uh, Rudy Giuliani says. <laughs> um, so sadly, she said she's been getting a steady stream of death threats and other personal attacks since Whoa. she got attention from all over the place. And she said most of those attacks are coming from outside the state of Vermont. Now, if I really, I hope not. I, I hope that's not coming from people on the right. Because, you know, there's just that, that doesn't help us. And it doesn't help. Um. She said they've been coming from outside the state, although during her primary campaign, it wasn't unusual for people to yell insults at her during parades and other public appearances. Well, that's just the hateful people in Vermont then, hon. I don't know what to tell you about that. Mm-hmm. But um, early on, when our team assembled, I said the more successful we are, the more vitriol and threats we're going to receive. It's kind of a natural outcome of our divided country. She's now running against Phil Scott, the Republican governor. Can you believe Vermont's governor is Republican? Yeah, how'd that happen? How did that happen? Wow. She's the first openly transgender political candidate to have won a major party nomination for governor. Man, I mean, this is, we're getting a lot of firsts in a lot of different places. Scott said uh, Tuesday he was saddened to hear Hallquist had been threatened and would not tolerate hate speech or violence against anyone. We must, as a society, do better to combat anger and violence. I'm hopeful Vermonters will join me in ensuring everyone, regardless of gender, race, ethnicity, sexual orientation, religion, or other characteristics, are treated with dignity, respect, and acceptance. And I agree with that. And you, you know, you wonder in the back of your mind, though, is she blowing this out of proportion or, you know, trying to get more attention or create sympathy or cast dispersions at other people. I don't know, because I'm I'm not seeing what's in her her tweets and her Facebook account and what kind of messages she's getting. But I can't imagine it. I can't imagine right anybody on the right threatening her life. Why? Uh so yeah, there's no excuse for that. Wait, and who's the governor again? Uh, Scott Milne? No. No. This says incumbent Republican Governor Phil Scott. Okay, then I don't know what happened here because I found the 2014 election results for governor Uh in Vermont. Yeah. Peter Shumlin, the Democrat, won 46.4 to Scott Milne, the the Republican, uh, 45.3. So the Democrat won by one point, and then there was 6%. He's been governor since 2017, so I don't know what happened. Yeah, something's going on there. What's up, Vermont? What happened in Vermont that he uh, became governor less than, so like three years later, it was him. I've got to figure this out because this is a mystery, Mm -hmm. and um, I won't stand for it. You know, uh, it's Vermont. (laughs) <laughs> a lot of weird things happen. 
in Vermont. Oh, do they? Do they only? Oh, so they elect every two years? I'm sorry. I, that's no. A, oh, really? I oh, guess it's a two year must be. Term? Yeah. Wow. Philip Ryan Scott is an American entrepreneur and politician serving as 82nd governor of Vermont. So it must 20- have happened in 2016. He won the 2016 general election. I don't think I've ever heard 52%. of that before. Yeah. A governor that serves for only two years? That's amazing. Shame on me for looking up 2014 election Shame results. on you for a lot of things. Oh, yeah. A lot of I things. I mean, the show's not got enough time right? left for this one. Yeah, we, we'd be talking until, I don't know. <sighs> December. Yeah, we got it. So anyway, we do still don't understand how a Republican gets uh, elected in this state. That right. was the original question. Yeah, that's amazing. How did that happen, Vermont? He must, he must be, you know, one of the centrist Republicans. <laughs> yes. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, uh, the son of two Boston police officers got a lot of attention when he was recorded loudly belting out the national anthem, the Star Spangled Banner, during a preseason NFL game. That's sweet. Uh, his name is Garrett. He's three years old. He was at the Patriots preseason game uh, last Thursday against the Eagles. Won, uh, by the way, by uh, the New England Patriots. Much, I'm sure, to the chagrin of uh, Stuber Gear. <laughs> Although it's it's still preseason, so who cares? Uh, but anyway, I think we, we have some uh, video of this little three-year-old singing the national anthem. Wait, is that legal? Yeah. He knows he knows the words better than a lot of adults. Oh yeah, and some adults that are even asked to do it. That's they, great. You know, they forget the words, but that was awesome. Oh man, you remember the Roseanne Barr version? I mean, she was all yeah. over the place, sang it ridiculously. I don't think knew some of the words. Uh, remember that, when that was, was the really biggest good. story of our day? Yeah, and now I do remember that. It's like that's old time. Please, time. now Roseanne Barr is beloved on the right. <laughs> The woman who said, uh, let's chop the heads off of bankers. They need to be guillotined. Um, Okay. Yeah, now she's (laughs) beloved on the right. Anyway, that's a cute kid and really good. I mean, his parents must really, they must really be doing some work at home, huh? To teach him the national anthem like that. If you have sports on, yeah. Yeah. Pick up on that. Um, Meanwhile, our... Illustrious candidate, the uh, Irish American named Beto, 
has some thoughts on the national anthem as well. And when when the NFL players kneel for it, here's what he had to say about this. This is Ted Cruz's uh, opponent in the upcoming election. The freedoms that we have were purchased not just by those in uniform, and they definitely were, but also by those who took their lives into their hands riding those Greyhound buses, the Freedom Riders in the Deep South in the 1960s, who knew full well that they would be arrested, and they were serving time in the Mississippi State Penitentiary. Um, Rosa Parks getting from the back of the bus to the front of the bus, Peaceful, nonviolent protests, including taking a knee at a football game to point out that black men unarmed, black teenagers unarmed, and black children unarmed Mm -hmm. are being killed at a frightening level right now, including by members of Mm. law enforcement without accountability and without justice. And this problem, as grave as it is, Mm. is not going to fix itself. And they're frustrated, frankly, with people like me. And those in positions of public trust and power who have been unable to resolve this or bring justice for what has been done and to stop it from continuing to happen in this country. And so nonviolently, Shut up. peacefully, Ugh. while the eyes of this country are watching these games, they take a knee to bring mm. our attention and our focus to this problem to ensure mm-hmm. that we fix it. That is why they are doing it. And I can think of nothing more American yeah, than yeah. to peacefully stand up. Or take a knee for your rights anytime, anywhere, any place. If you can't think of anything more American, you can't think about very many things. Because it's pretty easy to come up with a lot of stuff that's more American. The kneeling during the national anthem. This is the douche that people are putting out lawn signs for. Plus, look how tan he's trying to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, is there something going on where he's like really concentrating on the tanning booth? Come on, to try to perpetuate the myth that he's Hispanic. He's not. I love how uh, they're kneeling because blacks are being killed at an alarming rate, including by police officers. They are not being killed by in an alarming at an alarming rate by police officers. That's not happening. Look into it. He's playing right into that myth, that fable. I mean, it has happened. Yes. But the vast majority, it's it's been a shooting that was considered righteous by the department and the justice system. That was so irresponsible. Mm-hmm. So bad. Oh, man. Ted Cruz will be on tomorrow. Top of this hour. Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Um, showed you uh, Beto using the uh, NFL players who are kneeling during the national anthem. Also using the tanning booth. Uh, uh, yes, uh, both using both quite politically too. <laughs> he's trying to. He is trying to trick the Hispanics in this state into believing that he's Hispanic. That's why he goes by Beto instead of Robert Francis. 
Robert Francis O'Rourke. And the only thing you see on his lawn signs and his bumper stickers, Beto, white letters, uh, black background for Senate. That's it. Not O'Rourke, nothing. Okay. Uh, interesting. It's an interesting ploy, and I, I'm afraid it's working. Maybe more people need to hear him play the guitar and see how awful he is at that. It's like, listen, this is him on the guitar, 1993. Yeah, it's great. That's painful. That's painful, bad. It's from his punk band, uh, whose name I forget. Foss, what was it? Foss. Hang on. Little sample of his really, incredible really talent. Horrible. <laughs> it's really bad. What was really that? bad. What was his band name, <clears throat> man? Come on. This uh, is it's probably me. not going to be that hard to find. Foss. Yeah, F-O-S-S? that's right. Yeah. What is that? I don't know. I could. I don't. I know. could have come up with a better band name for you, sir. Also, uh, don't forget we have his opponent, Senator Ted Cruz, on tomorrow, top of the third hour, mm. and uh, we'll talk to him about these things. And see if he has a sense of this blue wave that we keep hearing about. Is there a blue wave sweeping Texas or the country? Are we going to lose? I just, I was reading the other day that there are those predicting 70 Democrat seats in the House. 70? Wow. I mean, that would be, that would be a massacre. So, uh, certainly hope not. The uh, suspect in the Molly Tibbetts uh, murder has been identified. He is a an illegal alien, not an undocumented immigrant. He's an illegal alien. And I love the New York Post uh, headline. Suspect in Molly Tibbetts' murder worked on farm owned by Iowa GOP family. I cannot. Oh, that is despicable. That's the headline. That's the headline. That is their headline. New York Post. They're just trying to they're trying to pin this on Republicans. Oh my goodness. That is just despicable. Suspect in Molly Tibbetts murder. How? Worked on farm owned by Iowa GOP family. Look at that. Are, that is the lead. Is that amazing. Are you that is just that's really amazing. And you wonder why. Yeah. You wonder why. You wonder why people don't like media. you and Donald Trump calls you the enemy of the people. Well, that's pretty misleading. And, you know, that's certainly not friendly to the people. The president um, took up the cause. He said uh, yesterday, last night, you heard today about with the illegal alien coming in, very sadly, from Mexico. And you saw what happened to that incredible, beautiful young woman. It should never have happened. He was illegally in our country. We've had a huge impact, he said, but the laws are so bad. The immigration laws are such a disgrace. We're getting them changed, but we got to get more Republicans. This election is bigger than any one race. It's about whether we want to continue the amazing progress progress we've made for America. Yeah, and, you know, the problem has been so far on the immigration front. He really, we haven't changed the laws yet. We're really not getting them changed, and that needs to be done and it's certainly not going to be certainly not going to be done if democrats take control of the house i guarantee that the other thing that will happen if the democrats take control in the house is that president trump will be impeached yeah i think there's no question 
I mean, that's almost a certainty. You can take that to the bank. They get they get control. They get the majority. They'll impeach him. Do now, you th- whether the Senate will remove him? Yeah. Do you think there are enough? Uh... I don't. Not as it stands now. There's not enough. Okay. But are there some? I don't know. Any, you think there's enough Republicans GOP, yeah. that would jump ship? You know, McCain would if he could get. There. I'm not yeah. trying to be harsh. I'm saying there's if he a few could that get probably there, would. He would vote to imp- to convict. So yeah, <sighs> I I don't know. It it would be. Let's just. Let's just hope and pray that uh, and get out and vote in those places where uh, Republicans are up in the in the U.S. House, where your congressman uh, has an opponent and is in danger. Get out and vote and hope and pray that Republicans hold on because, geez, as bad and ineffective as they've been, what a disaster it would be for Democrats to gain control. Oh, man. Mm hmm. Uh, that would be unbelievable. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three and more hysteria sweeping the country. Uh, there's here's some footage of an angry mob that uh, got together and tore down the Confederate soldier statue. We talked about this a little bit uh, at the University of North Carolina. I think we talked about this yesterday, but we now have the footage of them tearing down Silent Sam. Um. And it's just, it's just chaos. It's just lawlessness. So do you have the footage or not? Do we not have that now? What are they chanting? Something go home? And so... So brave. Okay. And they're stomping on him like it's an actual person. Yeah, that's not hurting him, stomping on it. That doesn't... It's a statue, stupid. Uh, You got this out of control. Chaotic mob. Uh, just... Oh, they're throwing dirt on him. That's... Acting like anarchists. Uh Uh-huh. So they hide it behind a sheet. Yeah. They wait till after dark. And pull the pull sheet down, down and pull him down. Nice. Wow, that is. Then the police are just standing by doing nothing. I I don't know what they can do. They've already pulled down the statue. I guess you could make some arrests. Isn't that destruction of pub- private property? Isn't that destruction of public property? Mm-hmm. Nobody voted on it. Nobody had a debate about it. These idiots just decided we're going to take down the statue. Now, whether you like the Confederate statues or not, it shouldn't be done that way. We've got to have some order here. Yeah, there's a process, but nobody's got time for anything anymore. Nope, you, you I can't. I want my way and I want it now. Right? And just because I want this done and I believe it's the right thing, ah, I'm going to do it. And they get away with it. So what's to stop them from doing it again? And then, you know, when you take this to an extreme, what's to stop them from going into a bank and dragging the bank executives out of there and dumping dirt on them and stomping on their heads? That's what this could all lead to if we don't get a grip on it. Two of the UNC uh, 
University of North Carolina freshmen were uh, discussing how happy they are to see that icon uh, removed from their campus. Here's a look at that. If it's not taken down at some point by somebody, who's going to take it down? And there are students that walk by it every day, and it signifies and, uh, uh, huh? a nation that was wholly un-American against our values. So, um, okay. so you, I really don't see a place for it here at Carolina. I am very relieved it's down. It's been like a year or two of like controversy and debate. I mean, we uh-huh. spoke about it in high school and things. So yeah, the fact so that just... it's down and I was here to witness it is just so like amazing. <laughs> Isn't that great? That's amazing. <laughs> no, it's so like amazing. It's Pat. like amazing. It's not general. amazing because it's just like amazing. <laughs> Isn't that great? <laughs> They've been talking about this for a while. We just decided we don't want it anymore, yeah. so we took it down. We got tired of the debating, and we're just Illegally. like, you know what? We got a consensus, so, so let's just do it. Right. Uh, so let's just destroy it, okay? Um, It's been there for, uh, like, a long time. Like a long time. And, and you know what? Students walk by it every day. Yeah? And what does it do to them? <laughs> what is he... Is there something we don't know that's going on with that statue? Mm. Is it is it grabbing their butts? Is it sexually harassing them? Hashtag me too statue. Is it whistling at them? Is it you know threatening them with some? I think it had a. Did it have a rifle? Was there a rifle in that statue? (gasps) Did they threat? Did it threaten you with it? I think he has it killed people on their way by. Creepy because he's silent. Sam, he just stands there. (laughs) He just stands there and and he hurts people. By standing there. You know, if you don't like it and whatever, don't look at it. Mm-hmm. Don't look at it. That's one way to go. Uh, I loved when we were talking, they were talking to the, uh, there were some kids that, a group of black kids that went from the inner city to Washington, D.C. And they were touring the, uh, actually it was uh, Richmond, Virginia, I think. They went to Richmond and were touring some of the, uh, statues there and a reporter went up to them and started talking to them about their experience and they said what do you, what did you think of that do you think that uh those should be removed and this kid said you know uh, i don't care because that statue has never done anything to me it means nothing it's completely meaningless i look at that thing and it's uh it's not hurting anybody it didn't do anything to anyone and we've come a long way since then I mean, if they can noodle that out, how can these university students not? Uh, be, well, because they've been so indoctrinated, so propagandized their in- entire lives that they now think that statues are hurting people. Ugh. Like, we, we don't have any bigger issue that you smart young people could be delving into sink your teeth into maybe there's a cause that you could be working on rather than pulling down things that don't belong to you <laughs> i don't know breaking the law uh destruction of property it's madness it's just it's unbelievable to me that we're paying this much attention to something so stupid i wonder if that would make beto proud probably seeing a statue fall Probably, if he'd ever come on the show and and be interviewed, we could ask him about it. But of course, he won't because none of these guys will go on a on a show that where people disagree with him. They 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 just for whatever reason can't handle it. Not Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, not Beto O'Rourke. None of these people will face the music. 
But they'll go on CNN. They'll go to everybody who's like-minded. And they can barely handle that. 888-933-93. More Pac-Ray Unleashed coming up in a sec. Uh, let's say you just got a threatening letter from your bank. Uh, actually from a bank that you don't even recognize. And they say they're foreclosing on your home because you've made zero payments on your $100,000 equity loan. Well, a lot of people might just throw that away thinking it's another scam. Um, It actually isn't. These identity thefts are able to get a hold of your title uh, and mortgage because all that information is online now. And it's really easy for them to find. They transfer all the information um, to a quick title deed. And then they just forge your signature. All they do is trace over the one that they find online. It's just that easy. And then they, they now own your home. And they take that to another bank. And they get a, take out a home equity loan on it. Sometimes that's up to $150,000 or more. And then what do you do? Well, then you get the note that you haven't paid. And they could foreclose on your home. Or they could sell your home out from under you. <clears throat> so... Because there's no bank or identity theft program or insurance that protects you from this, you need to do what I did and sign up for Home Title Lock. For just pennies a day, Home Title Lock puts a barrier around your home's title and mortgage. And so if they ever detect any tampering at all, they get on and shut it down. Find out if you might already be a victim of title fraud. Get your $60 search for free when you sign up at HomeTitleLock.com. This would make a great, great gift for somebody elderly in your in your yeah. in your life. Your who, parents, yeah, your parents who don't know that this is going on, and they're they become victims like this. It's HomeTitleLock.com. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. On the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where uh, just two muck and fetch tweets. Uh they better have that kid checked out. The kid who says who sang the national anthem. Oh. <laughs> better yeah. have him checked out because he he did mispronounce some of the words and I, oh, I think right. he got lost a couple of times. I had that guy distracting <laughs> him in the row behind him. Seriously, cute kid. And go Pats, according to Just Too Much and Touch. Uh, from uh, Daniel Chappelle. Pat, maybe it's time to order the underwear cookbook. Oh, mm-hmm. no, honey. Does that hurt you where you live? Mm. To this, you know, because he's afraid that guitarist virtuoso Beto O'Rourke is going to beat Ted Cruz. Wow. Wow. Somewhere, uh, Jimi Hendrix is rolling in his grave, spinning like a lathe in his grave. Oh, I thought you were... Stop the madness, please. I thought you were going to say somewhere there's a cat that clearly... Just died. Already died. Just died. <laughs> Just died. Uh, from Kim Lewandowski, after Robert Francis's solo, I want to stab my ears out. <laughs> <laughs> 
What? From, wait, from this guitar vo- virtuoso? Oh, no. No, don't say that. Can you believe that band got a morning show appearance on television? I mean... Uh, I tell you that that morning to, show had to be hard up. It's well, it's tough to get people to wake up that early to get on the t- morning TV show. <laughs> Apparently, it was back in what ninety five in El Paso or whenever he did this. Jeez, oof. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, I guess we're focusing on uh, another really important issue that I, I, I should have, I, I should have started this campaign a long time ago. Oh no, woke. Board games. What? <laughs> There's. Uh, <laughs> oh no! Here we go. <laughs> Smosh has. Are you familiar with Smosh? Not at all. Smosh. They've released a parody video showing two guys making sure that all board games are woke. Mm. Take a look. Mm-hmm. Hey. Chess is a great game for kids, right? Wrong! It perpetuates racist ideologies, pitting black against white, trapping children in a never-ending black hole of ignorance and hate. But we're going to change that. I'm woke. And I'm woke. And we're the creators of Woke Games. We all know the game of life was designed for and by cis white males. But guess what, white men? We don't all start in the same place and we don't all have the same opportunities. In order to even the playing field for the minorities, I have to start 10 spaces ahead as my socioeconomic status and makes it more difficult for me to move forward. <laughs> you may be thinking some games are already woke. Mr. Potato Head can be anything he wants. All you have to do is switch out the pieces. But have you ever thought maybe this potato doesn't identify as a man? And maybe they're not a head. That's why we're introducing gender fluid root vegetables. Shoots and ladders. It's now shoots and handicap accessible ramps. What about hungry, hungry hippos? Properly cared for nutritionally healthy animals. Battleship. Friendship. Oh, and settlers of Catan. Indigenous people fighting to keep the land of Kahatang. And we're even taking on the most offensive game of all. Which is obviously a government-funded conspiracy to promote rape culture. You can't just bop something without asking for consent first. <laughs> bop it! May I please bop it? Yes, you are allowed to bop it. Yeah! That's... <laughs> that's where we are. That's where we are. Making sure all games, all board games are woke. <laughs> Jeez. Funny because it's true. It is true. It is! I... I, I really thought when I saw when I first read the description of the video, I was thinking, okay, somebody really created woke board games. <laughs> I really, I mean, that's where we are. That you, I wouldn't be surprised if it was real. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, it's not quite yet. Uh, oh, we'll get there. We'll, but we will absolutely be there very, very soon. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Speaking of this madness. Um, there are some doctors that have come to their senses. Some leading pediatricians uh, say that there is a miracle drug for your kids to help them develop and be normal kids to be well-adjusted kids. And that's let them play. Don't try to direct them into uh, non-gender-specific things. 
Don't tell the boys they can't use guns. Don't tell the girls they can't dress up in dresses and pretend to be princesses. Just let them do what they normally would do. They say it might seem old-fashioned, but there are skills to be learned when kids aren't told what to do, what kinds of things they can play, what kinds of things aren't accessible. Um, This is from the American Academy of Pediatrics, and it might shock some parents. After spending years fretting over what toy to buy, which apps to download, what skill-building program to send their kids to send their kids to after school, just let them play and do what they would normally do, do what their instinct tells them to do. Hmm. To a lot of people now, this is this is backward because we've learned. No, I, I've I've got to make the boys not get into the macho stuff because I don't I don't want the toxic masculinity thing. No, the girls shouldn't play with dolls because that's stereotypically female. Now, pediatricians insist um, you shouldn't worry about any of this. It doesn't include specific recommendations for for the dose of play. That's all handled by the NFL with their Play 60 thing. They know. Mm. You need to play it for an hour every day. Um, Instead, they're asking doctors to advise parents before their babies turn two that play is essential to uh, healthy development. And they also advocate for the restoration of play in school. Play is not frivolous. It nurtures children's ingenuity, cooperation, problem-solving skills, all of which are critical. Uh, It lays the neural groundwork that helps us pursue goals and ignore distractions. And, you know, when you think back to what we did when we were kids, we did all that. And we weren't discouraged by parents and teachers from doing the things that came normal to us, that came natural to us. Yep. Let kids be kids, man. Yep. And they're finally, you know, finally, somebody's gone back to that. Just leave them alone and let them do what comes naturally. 888 uh, Use that tomorrow um, We'll be, when we'll be talking to Ted Cruz oh. at the very beginning of this third hour. Right here on Pat Gray Unleashed. Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.